0: Show tonight. We should be reviewing mayhem because the show is going to be absolute mayhem. We're going to be off the fucking rails all night. Have we, we started?
1: Have no <laughs> it's like no. an unusual season three. No, it's season four.
0: <laughs> Holy season shit! Four. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Said, we, right, we started
1: right, it differently. Right, yeah. yeah, well, that's what I'm saying.
0: Say it again. You know what? You can just make that be the intro. It's mayhem <laughs> tonight. All right, all right. Exploding editorial <laughs> movie podcast episode number seventy some
1: seventy seven. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Seven.
1: Nice. yeah, man. to
0: All right, all right.
1: That's cool. <laughs> Season four,
0: episode seventy-seven. Year of the patron. I'm Dave.
1: I'm Christian.
0: I'm Brandon. Right.
1: We yeah. are the exploded heads.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's Bob. And my Rating. laugh is back. Ratings. <laughs>
1: yeah. Five out of five. <laughs> you know, there's only like, I I I yeah, had this five, researched and I forgot to bring it up for the show so i don't have it in front of me right now there's only like in canada see in the states we've got like what 120 130 reviews
0: yeah 127 So okay yeah. in canada we got like eight
1: oh, <laughs> maybe wow. not even maybe like four reviews five. but we've got ratings eight ratings and i think there's like two one-star reviews canada is not Canada's not hot on the exploding ads
2: one of <laughs> those oh. fence
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> the other is moods. Yeah, the <laughs> other is exactly figured <laughs> <laughs> so... it out. <laughs> oh that's uh, well, today
1: are due. It's been it's been chaos. We...
0: It has been chaos. We haven't recorded in five weeks except for when, when when Christian and I did the exclusive for the Patreon, but there's been we've been on vacation, we've been kicking it. It's been fun. It's been fun. Uh B, we haven't seen you in a while, you know. Yeah, it's good to
2: be back. I'm I'm glad uh Dave's still in his uh in his dark room <laughs> developing pictures.
0: <laughs> this is blood red, man. This is this is the way. Blood See you red. noticed that it was darker now, huh?
2: It is darker, yeah.
0: Yeah, because you know what happened. I, I put I had floodlights before and the thing is the pit the the, the red floodlights end up becoming a little too pinkish. So I, I, I noticed, because like 80% of what I have down here is regular red lights, but a couple were floods. So I noticed that they give off like a, a, a lighter red, like a pink hue. I said, you know what? I don't like this. I want everything freaking dark red. So I took all the flood lights out, I replaced them all with straight-up red. So now we're in the red room.
2: I can't help but oh. think of the Seinfeld episode with the Kenny Roaster sign.
1: <laughs> I can't help but think of the Patreon exclusive we just did, and Dave told that exact same story. <laughs> Did he? Well, Yeah, well, that are. was only for the patrons.
0: <laughs> yes. But, well, but I wasn't there. Right.
2: That's yeah. why
1: I
0: said it. I was talking to you. <laughs> right. I, what do you think? It was just for the audience? I mean, Yeah. <laughs> not every audience is a patron. I wish they were. Maybe by tonight they will be. Imagine that. Everybody gave
1: us one buck.
0: Just one. <laughs> oh my. Seriously, Seriously, one buck a month.
1: Except for the people giving us three, six, or more.
0: <laughs> well, obviously, but
1: I mean, yeah,
2: Watch. We don't get any new patrons. We just the ones we have drop down to
1: a buck. Only one. a dollar. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go. I'll be right back. <laughs> All,
0: right. All right, he's gotta go. We're gonna make do without him for about a, a minute. So, what, here, here we go. Now we can catch up because um, Brandon, you weren't here in the last little Patreon thing we did. And, uh, yeah, so I had to tell you the story, and that's what happened. So, yeah, red lights. Okay, whatever. Well, I don't even know why I got – it's going to be mayhem tonight. Seriously, you may as well just call this episode 77 colon mayhem. Colon
2: colon mayhem. (laughs) You're you're in for a real shitty surprise tonight. It's going to be colon mayhem tonight.
0: Oh, see, this is why we need you. This is why this. Uh, oh, this
2: it's is good what to be back because I, you know what? I, I watched all the movies and I prepped and I was ready to go film-wise, but I felt like I haven't been feeling funny lately. You just I, I haven't you're
0: been feeling funny. So I
2: haven't you're been feeling,
0: feeling. I haven't been feeling jokey. Oh, Joe, funny as in humorous. Yeah, I haven't I been you feeling mean, like, humorous. Funny. Okay, yeah. I thought I thought she meant like. You know, you know. How usually, somebody says I've been feeling kind of funny. It usually means like, you know, uh, they're yeah, they're like
2: happy. feeling bad. Yeah. No, right. I just haven't been feeling humorous or like I like I got anything for the show in terms of cracking wise. And then all of a sudden, I'm back, and it's just it just comes naturally with you guys.
0: Instant. That's that's what it's all about, bro. Well, w- you know,
1: was it there not... to start? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I
2: back. came
1: into that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> here we go it's been so long yeah. i gotta tear into yeah. you Right. Tear into
0: so um yes it's the year of the patron and that means that tonight everything we're doing is picked by our patrons so yeah. we have two feature reviews and four triple R's. so boom six movies to talk about
2: and it's a mix man it's a hodgepodge of films Woo. i was telling some of my buddies about the film to like what the hell are you doing this now? I'm like, well, it's been, you know, I'm sure these films were requested months ago, some of them. In particular, one of the our feature
1: reviews is Christmas Evil.
0: Yeah, well, I'll and, tell you and, what. <laughs> hey. Christmas in
1: February. Oh, shit. I watched yeah. You Better Watch Out.
0: <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up.
2: <laughs> I, I watched New Year's Evil. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Do you want to do Christmas Evil first? Since we're talking about it, it, it just get on. Since we're on the move tonight, yeah.
1: it's mayhem. Fuck, let's Why just not? get right into it. Balls Party
0: deep. A... <laughs> I okay. want to uh, mention uh,
2: who is the individual responsible for this request.
0: I believe it's Dino. Dino? Dino. Yep, it is. How's, it is. How's
1: Fred and Wilma doing? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish everybody was this is why you have to donate a dollar to our Patreon so you can see the amount of radiation Brandon's face is taking right now from his computer screen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's abnormal.
2: It's better than the amount of uh of colon mayhem that's gonna be going on with
0: <laughs> <laughs> Colon mayhem indeed. I, I mean, don't think so Christian
2: funny. I don't think Christian was here for the colon no. mayhem
0: cracking. <laughs> <No. laughs>
1: It's funny nonetheless.
0: Yeah, you can't go wrong with a term like that. I mean, well, you can go wrong, but (laughs) you know what I mean. Um, Christmas Eve, I think he did mention it to us in December, if I'm not mistaken. So whatever. And
2: And you know what? That's been the defense I've been giving people. I'm like, whoever recommended it, I'm sure they recommended it at least three, four months ago when it was holiday time. They're like, how do you do a Christmas film in February? I'll be like, this Sunday, you'll find out.
0: D- damn straight. That's right. We're going to do My Bloody Valentine in freaking April. So, whatever.
2: Yeah. Well, it works out that we actually do have a Valentine movie in here. Wait a
0: minute. A Valentine movie. Let me think about it. Let me look at the list. What's a <laughs> Valentine movie? Mask of the Red Death. Oh, wait. Was it a Valentine? Hold on. Let me have, No, No. What Was Pool Valentine's Day? It yeah. is. Okay. Wow. How about that? We did it unofficially officially. Yeah cool all right let's get official speaking of official and and guys remind me to mention the patrons later we'll list them all off once and for all because we have new ones but because it's a patron you're the patron and the show is all about it we'll talk about all of them for once not talk about them. just list them list them lift them
1: <laughs> <laughs> lift them, list them all i want to say is that you right. could all be one too
0: yes you can be one too patreon.com slash exploding heads very easy you could be watching us right now a couple of lunatics
1: schlubs a couple of (laughs) one-star podcasters right? a couple
0: amateurs here freaking canada with the one stars um so yeah remind me to list the patrons at some point tonight and remind me to talk about the email involving brandon and his good looks oh wow it's not what you think. Don't get excited. You you already had somebody ask if
1: you were by still. Stevie Wonder. <laughs>
0: <So because I'm>... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, man. I threw you to the. I I complimented you, but at the same time I threw you to the wolves. So it's a bit of a funny story. Uh, that's
2: fine. I'm looking forward to it. Either way. All right, you guys ready to get into Christmas Evil? Let's do, Let's it. do it. All right, our first feature review of the new uh, season, Christmas Evil from 1980, written and directed by Lewis Jackson. A toy factory worker, mentally scarred as a child upon learning Santa Claus is not real, suffers a nervous breakdown after being belittled at work and embarks on a yuletide killing spree.
0: Hmm. Wow, was- it just occurred to me that because he got belittled at work, that's why he snapped, in a way. Like, was he going to snap and kill—if uh, they if he didn't get his buttons pushed a little bit too hard, and that guy called him a schmuck at the bar, and the thing when he went to the Christmas party, and they said, I'm playing the wrong tune, that whole conversation— did that is that what set him off to murder, or did, did he murder before that happened?
2: I don't believe he murdered before that. I think it was a combination mm. of lifelong disappointment and uh, belittlement at the hands of his family and friends, and it just basically set him off. This is a very misleading title for a film.
0: Indeed. Yeah. Well, it's not he, the initial, It's not the official. It's not the original title.
2: No, it's not. In fact, we get the original title on the uh, Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray. which Which is what
0: i watched yeah i I just bought it because it was on sale for black not not for black friday it was on sale maybe it was a black friday sale either way i watched it for the first time last night i got it at a a real good price i got it at like um ten dollars or seven it was something that said hey i sat up and i said christmas evil for that price bet you know so
2: (laughs) he actually sat up and said that
0: (laughs) (laughs) i sat up and took notice yes (laughs) So Christian, uh, he, Chris, Christian had to step away again. It has to do with his new job, I think. He's under, he's in such a demand because you know he just started a new job. So it's the
2: the, the elephants are sick. Mike,
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well maybe because I was gonna say you know he went from freaking Ringling Brothers to Shrine, and it's a big move, you know. So. The the, uh, elephants are experiencing some colon mayhem. (laughs) (laughs) Colon mayhem. Nice. Every time Christian walks away for his duties, we talk about colon (laughs) mayhem. For his duties. (laughs) Duty. (laughs) Oh,
2: boy. No, but it's funny because Christian cracked the joke that he watched uh, Better Watch Out, and the original title of this film is You Better Watch Out.
0: And I have a whole lot to say about that. I'm going to wait till Christian is here because I, I, I did something. I went on the B. And I said, I want to see how many Better Watch Outs there are specifically, specifically because this is 1980, right, when this movie drops. And I'm thinking at, in the time of 1980, um, <laughs> there are no Better Watch Outs. This one's calling itself Better Watch Out, a great name, and they ended up dropping it. Isn't that weird? What a great name. And all these other things followed. Why would they change it? It's a much better name than Christmas Evil, in my opinion.
2: Uh, yeah, it's a little bit more more accurate of a title, even though you better watch out. Still, supp- still uh, implies that we're getting a Christmas slasher film. And I'm not saying this isn't necessarily a slasher film. There are some cool kills in this. But, I mean, this is much more of a psychological character study than a
1: slasher film to me.
0: Of course it is. But I mean, it, I don't think it was for marketing because if you look at the... It, mu- it uh, had to
1: be for marketing. It had oh, yeah. to be. Look
0: well, at the DVD box. Look at the, the VHS box. It shows a killer Santa Claus going down a, a chimney with an axe. That's not a representation <laughs> of this film.
1: That's pure did he, marketing. Did, That's did that, he,
2: even ha- he had that little like tomahawk. <laughs>
1: So but that, so did I misunderstand you? That's what I'm saying. They changed it to Christmas Evil with that picture because they wanted to cash in on the slasher craze.
0: Yeah, but doesn't Better Watch Out sound more like a slasher than Christmas Evil? That's what I'm saying. Brandon's saying that they changed the name because they didn't want to be misleading. At least that's that's what I got of what he said. That Better Watch Out sounds too much like a slasher. So they called it Christmas Evil. Is that what your, your point was? Well,
2: I feel like Christmas Evil sounds more slasher-ish yeah. That, then you better watch out. Yeah. I
0: misunderstood. Okay, well, then then I take it back. The, the the crazy thing is, it was 1980. This could have been better watch out. And since then, you look on on the B. You got you better watch out from 2015. You better watch out from 2013. Just straight up better watch out from 2016. Even <laughs> Silent Night Deadly Night Part Three: Colon Better Watch Out. It, it's crazy, and there's a few more. So these guys you did your challenge. research. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Hey, we do research. Even though it's Colin Mayhem, we're still doing a little research, you know?
2: Oh, you better watch out. He does his research.
0: (laughs) You better watch out for Colin Mayhem. (laughs) Yeah, that was my point. It's 1980, and it's it's almost a shame that they just didn't stick with that name. That's what I was getting at. They were the first to do it. There's been so many since, and I don't know.
1: Well, I feel like I didn't do my research because part of me seems to remember reading that it came out Probably didn't do very well, and then was re-released with the name to cash in on, like, the the Friday the 13th, the prom night, and everything else coming out that year. You don't quote me on that, but that's what I think happened.
2: That sucks for the people who went to see You Better Watch Out. They're like, ah, it wasn't crazy about Let's go see Christmas Evil this week. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck
0: is this? (laughs) This is holy (laughs) shit. Could you imagine? Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, Christmas, because it was holiday time, you're right Friday the 13th came out, and then we've been through it April Fool's Day, and every every holiday has been blasphemed over the years Except Arbor Day, but we'll get there
1: Arbor Day was lampooned in the Blob remake Arbor Day Massacre was the movie the kids went to see Oh, in the Blob remake Is it the Blob remake or Monster Squad? One of those two movies, don't ask me how I'm confusing those two but the movie they go see is Arbor Day Massacre. I think it was the Monster Squad, actually.
0: Well, there you go. Well, let's blaspheme the Canadian holidays next. What can I tell you? Let's let blaspheme Canada boxing. Day. <laughs> <laughs> the Boxing Day brutes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Something. You're supposed to be
1: good with titles.
0: I know. I, I was. Just... I thought Boxing Day oh, is a British holiday.
1: Boxing Day. It's the day after Christmas over here. It's our. It's. <laughs> Yeah, Black I always thought
2: that was a British thing, though. I Probably didn't was. The countries did it.
1: Uh, well, who, where do you think we're from? Oh, they do it. Yeah.
2: Well, aren't we all from Britain?
0: I'm not from Britain. The hell's a man? I'm, I'm <laughs> Italian. How, how do I come from Britain? Tell me. <laughs>
1: So he's Christian.
0: How, we How did you come from Britain? What are you trying to say? Did you believe in Adam and Eve? Would you believe that they were in Britain? Is that what you're getting at? Are we
1: off the rails already? <laughs> the Garden of
0: Eden is located in central Britain. Yeah. Well, it was very rainy right there. Right beside Big How Ben. Start and grew? <laughs> the grew.
1: The London Bridge, go? Big it's Ben, the Garden of <laughs> Eden. <laughs> oh
0: boy. Excuse
2: you me, Governor.
3: Governor.
1: That's his yeah, governor.
2: <laughs> yes, love. Where videos came from?
1: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All this, right. I, I, I apologize. I apologize to everybody out there right now. <laughs> I apologize
2: that Christian came back.
1: <laughs> yeah, so do I.
2: Yeah,
0: let's let's hurry up before Shrine gets on the, the line again. Okay, let's get back to freaking you know Christmas evil. All right, who wants to say something? I, I've always been a fan of this. I'll tell you that. I just like you said, I got the vinegar syndrome blue uh, recently. The first time I saw it was maybe like five six years ago. I did. I missed it in the eighties. I, I think I didn't like the way the box looked. Isn't that weird?
1: Well, I it was a complete, I did see it in the 80s, uh, like, well, I guess 89, because it was 80, 87 to 88 is when I first started getting into horror, uh, more so, but I would have saw the mainstream ones, and then 89, 90 is when I really started going back and seeing, like, all the back catalog. But I have no problem admitting this had the same feeling to me as, like, Sleepaway Camp, I thought this was ridiculous at the time, at the time, oh, because, be you know, I, I was younger. He probably just wanted a higher body count and more gore. Sure. And, and oh, this yeah. is more of a character piece, as Brandon said, her character studies.
2: Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And I think uh, Brandon Maggard, who, as it turns out, is Fiona Apple's father.
0: That's right, how did I, oh my, Princess Fiona herself, wow. Princess. Oh, I adore, her. I adore her, so that's what I call her, you know? yeah,
2: I was uh, complaining that she never came to rescue uh, poor Harry, but uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's going to come on there at the end, when they jump off the cliff, yeah. fast as you can, daddy, sweep down, pick me up, baby, fast as you can, sorry,
2: there you go, Marco, he sang, oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got the Fiona. night just complete.
0: I just believe all this
2: trauma stems from the fact that here's a little boy who's just enamored with Christmas and Santa Claus, and he learns very quickly, you know, as a young child, that Santa's not real because he sees Santa, you know, hooking up with mommy, and he realizes <laughs> that it's his father.
0: Okay, now, why do you think he's upset? Is he upset because it, that? Is he upset because it wasn't Santa Claus? Or was he upset
1: because it was his his father? I think it was just because it was sexual, sexualized. Wasn't the argument with his brother afterwards? Or was it, or was the, I think he was upset because he didn't see penetration, actually, is what (laughs) I was going with it. (laughs) Just a lot of rubbing, rubbing the leg. A lot of leg rubbing. But, no, when he sees that, that's the end. Then he goes up and decides to cut himself, right? Yeah,
0: he was one of the first cutters. He sure as hell did, yeah.
1: With a snow globe?
0: Yeah, you know, with the snow globe. You know, don't give kids any idea. So the, Maybe kids should not watch it.
1: The argument was the argument with his brother about it being dad or whatever was before. They have a little argument in the bed.
0: Well, yeah, they have the argument. Yeah, because after he they cuts be, himself, then then I think it dissolves and it goes to the title card.
1: Fades the red.
0: Fades to red. I gotta love a red fade. Absolutely. Okay,
1: so... Yeah, no, I just wanted to make sure I got the... Because I watched these movies... Well, I had watched Christmas Evil at Christmas, and then I watched these movies a, like two weeks ago in preparation for the show. I was very I eager. So I watched these a while ago, so I just wanted to make sure I had the chronolo- chronologically... Oh, you know what I mean.
0: Chronological. Yeah. Chronological.
1: Fuck, I can't okay. even talk. So, it's
0: a skin, man.
1: For, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just because it was like a sexual act. I don't think he was thinking it was dad. I think he really wanted to believe it was Santa Claus.
0: Oh, so do you think that he thinks that Santa Claus was actually getting sexual with mom, not dad? just And just regular old Santa Claus? Wow. Yeah. Well,
2: well, that's an interesting theory. I think either way he realizes that his idea of Santa Claus does not exist.
0: That's fair. Yeah, it's, I think it's... I think it's yeah. ridiculous that he runs up the stairs like that and nobody hears it. Because <laughs> you hear him boom, boom, boom,
2: boom. <laughs> There's another scene in this movie where he's making a lot of noise where nobody hears, where he's uh, killing Frank with the sack of toys over his face. And I mean, that is so loud, and the wife is just right next to him sleeping out cold.
0: Yeah. She was sleeping with Prince Valium. Or something. Prince Valium. You <laughs> oh, know, holy shit. Yeah, I, I was going to say that too when we got to it, but you're right. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's the Night Stalker. Maybe he's he's really Silent Night, Deadly Night, because no matter what he does, it's silent, apparently. Nobody hears what his actions. So they maybe can, that's it. They,
2: they cast this really well, and I like uh, a young Jeffrey DeMunn. Is that how you say it? You know, who's from Walking Dead and Green Mile and The Mist. The, the Blob
1: Remake. <laughs> wow he's like, is, he in the, is he in the blob here? yeah he's oh. a shirt for the blob
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah playing the younger brother and uh Brandon Magger kills it as Harry like you really feel for you know what this reminded me of especially when it fast forwards to 33 years later and you know he's working at the Jolly Dream Factory, and he's keeping the books on the naughty and nice kids and stuff. That was it creepy reminded, though. That was fucking it weird. was creepy, That's but perfect. there were moments where it seemed like it was nice, and it seemed like it was a. Uh, I don't know if Dave remembers this episode. There was an episode of The Twilight Zone, with a uh, like a homeless Santa Claus. Oh, that,
0: absolutely, Night of the Meek, absolutely. Yeah,
2: where he where he gets to, where he gets to play Santa Claus for one night. It reminded yeah. me of that minus the the leg robbing and the uh, tomahawks <laughs> to the head <laughs> but it reminded me of that i'm thinking to myself oh we're gonna get a nice uh twilight zone episode
1: you know what also clues you into what, what's going on the music because when it's nice it's all like dee, 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 dee. And then when it's like when it's bad he sees the the kid with the penthouse magazine it's like dun,
2: dun, fucking moss dun, man yeah. it is moss right not ross
0: I thought it was wrong. Maybe it is moss. Wow, we gotta look that up. Moss.
2: Gotta, man. Yeah, somebody's gotta look that up because I keep i swear he keeps saying moss. I'll check it, it is out. Moss Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> moss Garcia, what a
0: name. It wow. was he
2: was growing extra moss because he was masturbating so much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I want a lifetime subscription to Penthouse Magazine. That was you'll,
2: great, huh? Go get a bag of dirt and like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he did it. There
1: is some crazy stuff here. Like, what does really set him off? Because he seems like he's doing well at work. He got promoted. He's off yeah. the line. Yeah, he got mocked a little bit. It was called like a uh, schlub. Like, I got that schlub Harry to work for me tonight.
2: Well, yeah, he, yeah. he was upset for being off the line. He didn't want to be an executive. He loved the idea of working and making the toys and being part of the happiness of the children. And then he gets moved off the line. And then at the party, he meets, you know, his boss and the other guy who has the campaign to give out the, uh, the toys at the uh, children's hospital. And yeah. he, he realizes that even though it's a nice campaign, that nobody cares. And that's when
1: he kind of like. Now, let's be honest. If you got one of those toys, wouldn't you just kill your parents? Oh, it's <laughs> oh. like one of freaking...
2: those planes that he started snapping in half at one point. I'm like, oh man, if I ever got one of those.
1: Oh, they're the Dollar Tree. Toys. And the Santa oh. on their logo is the scariest looking Santa ever. He's scarier than Harry. Later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: if it's not a jolly time, what is it?
0: Oh, I don't know. If it's not a jolly time, it's
1: that's what I call masturbation. Actually, it's jolly time. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Oh, shit. Is, that why well, you keep take, is that why you keep walking away from us like every seven minutes? Yeah. I'll be back. i to make jolly time. Scoozy. <laughs> I, I think Harry's a little, also a little disappointed that, that his life hasn't really amounted to much. I mean, yeah, he's sort of like in training to become Santa Claus, but there's the scene where he's outside his brother's house and he's just spying. And it's sort of like this Norman Rockwell ideal picture of a perfect family
0: oh right when they when they're playing and everything else and, yeah yeah no I, I i do feel bad for him here's what i'm confused about he's you see that he has the nice and the naughty books yeah right and i think if, if this movie was made now like if i showed this movie to my daughter Right away she would say it's creepy because it's it's a different time I and mean, kids know now. You know what I mean? Oh, look at here's my little darlings and he's looking at the windows happen to be opening and she's just <laughs> a doll. And you would think, yeah, this this guy's a creeper. But his heart was good, he had good intentions, he wanted to reward the good kids. The books were funny. When you look inside the naughty book, the things that it said, uh yeah. rocks had dogs. <laughs> poor poor hygiene. <laughs> poor <laughs> hygiene.
1: Poor kid. Poor kid. Yeah. <laughs> poor <laughs> hygiene. <laughs> naughty. <laughs> Naughty well, cleanliness nice. is next to godliness, so I guess that was his whole motto. <laughs> there, you have
0: it. there you have it, man. But here's the thing 1980, there's a book, Naughty and Nice. If you notice, there's a 79 and a 78 book. So is this yeah. the first time he's done this? <laughs> Think of, why would he have a book for 78 Naughty and Nice? Well, this is it.
1: So nice. what <laughs> really sets him off here? He got mocked a little bit?
0: Weird.
1: I never thought about
0: it till tonight.
2: Because you're right,
1: because he, he, he's he been doing this. He's been keeping, a, uh, like, tabs on everybody in the neighborhood for years.
2: Well, he wants to be Santa Claus. I don't really, even though it's incredibly creepy, I don't think that implies he's killing before. I think no. that even throughout this film when he's killing, he still reverts back to his nice sort of, I want to help the kids out. He shows up at the children's hospital with the toys that he stole, and he shows up... Uh, you know in that random back alley with the kids and the family and he's, he he just wants to just wants to interact with the kids so the killing yeah. is just sort of you know secondary cuz he shows up at the uh at <laughs> the church yeah he's, he's there to kill the bosses yeah. he's there to kill those guys and then the uh the other guys start mocking him and he just tomahawks them and has that really dangerous toy uh so, was it a is it a nutcracker or was it a Santa? No, can't it, was, it
1: was it was one of those soldiers and the spear yeah, right into his freaking yeah, eye. A
2: spear sticking out. That's a real <laughs> fucking dangerous toy. Yeah,
1: Ralphie <laughs> yeah. would want that thing, man. It, it really did take an eye out. <laughs> the what? I, but maybe that was it—a crime of passion—and that just something snapped. So he wasn't—he was going there to target the the young whippersnapper uh, executive. Yeah. and couldn't get to him. These yahoos got in the way. They they looked a little drunk coming out of church, eh? Because they just went off Santa. If you're a little religious, I don't think you're going to come out and just start mocking Santa on the church <laughs> oh, steps. Yeah. They had it coming, if you ask me. I agree. Yeah, they must they, have
2: been drunk. They deserved it. Except the poor woman. The woman didn't do anything, but she took a tomahawk to the head. <laughs> Because if you see after when they pull back, I thought he just killed the two guys. But then there's one of the women is laying on the ground dead also.
0: Right. I thought he killed one person. I thought that that, that um he killed one. But in fact, it was three. That, that yeah. was one of my notes. That's what yeah. it looks like. It happened it so looked, quick and it's, you know, To me,
2: it looked like he killed the two guys. And then I'm like, why is there a dead woman there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was actually four people on the ground. And then one got up. So at first, I'm like, what the four? Oh, okay, okay, three. Three I can live
1: with. I, don't I can live with three. I he gets a pass with three. If it was four, I'm turning the movie off.
2: The fourth, the fourth <laughs> yeah, one sure. was ducking the colon mayhem.
1: <laughs> so we built, I mean, I know we're all over the place with this as usual. So like we, he had really this trauma. Like well, we had his trauma as a kid. Uh, maybe you're right. We had his trauma as a kid and then he, he is grown up, obviously has this affliction with Santa <laughs> and really wants to be Santa. This is the year that he's going to make it happen. Yeah. His ho-ho-hos in front of the mirror are pretty good. He does, yeah.
2: and he's always humming Christmas tunes. And you gotta look <laughs> at it and this way too: every interaction he's had with Phil, his brother. A crack that's his name, right? Yeah,
0: Phil. Yeah. Yep. Phil. Okay. Yeah,
2: I I don't know why. Throughout the whole movie, while I'm watching it, I wrote Frank for every note I made about him. And then at the end, when they when they said something like to Phil, I'm like, huh, I better cross out all these Franks. <laughs> but uh, every every interaction with Phil implies that for the last. 33 34 years however old uh you know however long this has been going on since their kids has been just filled just belittling and and criticizing and never really supporting harry so and that's all he really wanted was just some some support because even the wife is like you're so hard on him
0: you're right i I like the wife she was
1: yeah i like the wife i
2: even like the uh the nephew the nephew's like don't hurt uncle harry
0: yeah, right, yeah. because he's Leave probably uh,
2: he's a, alone.
1: Well, he, he has, had to grow yeah, up I'm with just... the fucking guy. After a while, you're a little sick of it. I mean, I don't have a brother, but I mean, I would be sick of this fucking guy.
0: <laughs>
1: had he been my brother.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, every year with the Santa Claus. That's like,
1: like, like enough's a goddamn on,
2: enough. Canceling on Thanksgiving just because you gotta watch the Santa float? Yeah. In the <laughs>
1: and it's the <laughs> volumes at, like, some ridiculous level.
2: Hey, hey, Dennis, turn the TV down. It's
1: not even loud. Yeah, right. You couldn't
2: tell that was Harry's TV on the other end.
1: So when when Harry goes on the rampage, and what I what I do like about this movie is he goes on that rampage, and the cops are right on it. It's like they are on it. They've got a lineup of Santa Clauses. Like, remember how many people were there? At least thirty people, right? Probably witnessed it. 30 yeah. people, yeah. there's a fucking black Santa in that lineup. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> Why? Why would that happen? I know that is, that's not how lineups work. You don't bring... He
2: might have been, been the cop Santa in there. You know, they throw a cop in there to throw people off.
1: I would have given this movie a whole point higher if they had people say, it's number four, and they all pointed to the black Santa.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> one point higher.
2: <laughs> they brought in one guy who didn't even have a beard. The old guy. He wasn't even wearing a beard. Everybody was super skinny. The lineup
0: was so ridiculous. It wasn't, why would they do that? I don't. I can't understand the reason to put the black Santa in there. It would never happen.
1: It was a different time. Who else was offended by the
2: black Santa? You want some toys, kids? Oh
1: shit. Uh, did
0: you notice that in the beginning the little boy looked like Mikey from Life Life Serial commercials? Do you guys remember that or not?
1: I do remember the commercial, yeah.
0: I, I didn't even yeah. think of it. Oh, I thought of it right away. Yeah, <laughs> little Harry looks like freaking Mikey from Life. Hey, hey, Mikey, he likes it. Yeah, you know. And if anyone doesn't know, look, look it up on YouTube. Mikey, Life cereal.
2: That's why the father was working on the leg and not making his way toward the, toward the snatch because it stunk. And then you hear the father <laughs> say... Give it to Harry.
1: He'll eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> even with it's that a... lineup? Even with that line, You know how the lineup stopped? Not because of the Black Santa. It stopped because it goes, no, 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 none of this is right at all. He had dark fur. He had
3: dark
1: Not the fact there was a Black Santa guy without a beard and all these other schlubs. He had dark fur.
2: Oh, that was the guy put together a nice suit. And even the yeah. guy in the back, even the guy in the back alley—that's how he recognized him. but so you see that fur? Yeah, I know. That,
1: that. <laughs> the only scent with dark fur.
0: <laughs> hey, man, that's styling—that's a styling Santa. I'll give—I'll give him credit. He—he he, yeah. he did the best he could. The funny part, though, was well, not meant to be funny. You were talking about humming earlier, and I wanted to bring it up when he was flipping out and he was humming to himself, sitting in the chair rocking. What the hell was he humming? Does anybody remember?
3: <laughs>
0: I don't know if it was Winter Wonderland, but it was something like that where he it, was humming. It definitely had to be a Christmas song. Cause he was oh, of course the, it was a Christmas yeah. song. Yeah, I, I just...
2: I'm not sure. I, I can't remember now. As, as always,
1: yeah, I, I don't remember off the top either. No, oh, they're there's walking a, lot of, in a like, Christmas touching Wonderland
0: scenes in here
2: with, you know, with the with the kids, especially because they think, you know, the innocence of children, especially that scene in the back alley when the little girl actually like pulls the blade on her father and then brings it to Harry. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, that's a comment on Santa, because really kids are so enamored by Santa they would actually probably take Santa's side over us.
2: Yeah, and even in that yeah. moment,
1: Santa yeah,
2: so just sure. Santa is being nice. He's handing out extra toys to these kids. He's like, "I think I can come up with one more for you guys." And
1: well, he does that. do good things. He goes to the orphanage yeah. and gets all those yeah. kids a oh, toy. That's a really touching scene. Yep. And like at first, the guy doesn't trust him, and 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 you know, and then the, it, I love how they play with that. Like this movie's grown on me. Like I said at, at the beginning, I I didn't like. Like it was just too maybe too slow and not what I was expecting. And it's every year, once we started doing this podcast, every year I sort of watched it again, and I've, I've come to admire it a little bit more each and every year. And I don't find it slow-paced anymore, either. It, it clicks along
2: well, It does. Actually. Yeah, it
1: moves. It, once you
2: realize that it's a character study and not a slasher film, you're like, all right, I'm interested because Harry does a great job. You know his interactions with uh, with his brother are great, especially Christmas Day when he calls him and he, you know, because he didn't show up that morning and he t- tells him he's like, "I finally found the right tune," and it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's heartbreaking because you like you you sense not only because the movie is almost over, but you sense that Harry's at it's is approaching his end, his end yeah. game.
0: You know what? It's kind of like a lighthearted maniac. You know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know what
1: you mean. A I lighthearted that was the tagline originally.
2: You better watch a out. A
1: lighthearted hearted maniac. I, I can't... What is with me tonight? I'm, I'm, I'm not into this yet.
2: You're I, gotta, okay. You're not- I didn't
1: warm up my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me for a second. folks.
2: <laughs> better go have some more jolly time. Go have some more jolly time. And- <laughs>
0: oh, boy. It's all right. Shrine's really putting you through the freaking ringer. You know? What, what do you want to do? I told everybody... That you went from Ringling Brothers to Shrine. So there we go. It's out there. It's all right. My I mind is know.
1: not. My mind has been too focused on learning other shit. I can't of articulate course. nothing. You went no from moles. elephant shit
0: to tiger shit. Yeah. What are you gonna do, you it's a know? whole
1: different type of shit.
0: Boy, oh, tiger. Are there tigers in the circus? Oh, no, that's lions, right?
1: Are there tigers too? Yeah, ever and, and yeah, and bears.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Don't they go on a ball? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bears walk on balls.
1: Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. Oh
0: my.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what. This movie has that actually elevates it a little bit more. So for me, I could see this, you know, what the fuck moment for a lot of people is the fact that it turns into fucking Frankenstein at the end. Yes, I know. With Who the townspeople, with the, the torches and the, <laughs> oh, like ridiculous. it turns into Frankenstein, but I love it.
2: I, you know what? I didn't question it just until you mentioned
0: what? it. Now, why are they running around with fucking
1: not flashlights, <laughs> fucking yes! torches?
0: Blames. Yeah, torches. <laughs> yeah, I, I always thought that, that that was strange about this movie. Why, why did the townspeople become
1: the townspeople? <laughs> they became <laughs> townspeople just from a century <laughs> earlier. You know what? I, I really
2: wonder if if you can interpret this as, as a psychotic break of Harry's, and maybe he's not even being chased.
1: Well, that might explain the ending.
2: <laughs> well, the like ending the end is, end. is uh, a perfect um, awesome. example of what they did with uh, Radio Flyer years later. They gave <laughs> you that, that happy ending, and then somebody has to tell you because you're a little kid, and you don't understand. Like, no, that's not a happy ending. Yeah. And you're like, what? He yeah.
0: didn't fly away? <laughs> I think he did. I think he And I'll tell you why. Because you see the reaction of his brother looking up in
1: awe. That was a mistake. Because I'm with Brandon. It was a radio flyer moment. But the problem was they had that dumb, the brother going, huh? Mm -hmm. After he takes out the whole snow set, he rolls down that (laughs) hill, and you can see the white (laughs) carpet and the boxes. Why did they keep that shot in? It was like right out of an Ed Wood movie. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's so it's so charming though. I love it. I look forward to it every time I watch this movie. I'm like, oh wait, I even rewound it three times because I watched this yeah. with my dad. I'm like, Dad, watch watch all the snow just and he's like, Yeah, I see it.
0: It's like yeah. you can't uh, miss it. It's, it's right there.
2: It's, I don't need to
1: see it two more times, son. Son. <laughs> yeah, <it's sung>.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never noticed that shit. Wow. Yeah, wow. the look
2: the look is a little off, but I really right. feel like but they just had that fight, you know, he chokes Harry and then Harry backfits him and you know he's chasing him, and I think it's just the realization that that Phil could have been a better person to Harry, and, and Harry's gone now, and that's it. But so yeah, you want to
0: go? You want to go with the ending that it jumps, and in Harry's mind, he actually could actually dies happy because in his mind, this is happening. He's really gonna plummet and be dead, but his last thoughts are of. Something, you know, it's a psychotic thing. and So he's actually going to die happy. It yes. is a happy ending. How's that? It's for a
2: him. happy ending for Harry because for he's,
0: him. Tra- he's training that him.
2: van throughout the whole movie. Throughout that whole movie, he's smacking that steering wheel and the reindeer, are, you know.
1: Rrr!
0: Right.
2: <laughs> You're
1: right. Did, they didn't it. put it in at the end where he was like on Don or on you know, Dancer on Prancer and Vixen. They didn't put that in, right? He just said it's that sort of smile of awe. And then uh, the brother looks up. That was it. I, Dave, it's funny that you said that because I'm looking at my, my actual note and that's exactly it. They have that moment where, you know, I took it as he's dead. The van went he, and, he, and it's going to blow up. If this was an action movie, it hit the ground and explode <laughs> one millisecond after. Uh, but they show that shot of the brother going, wow. Yes. See, there you it, go. It's such a weird, weird ending.
0: <laughs> I like to think that he flew off. <laughs> That's what I like to think, that he became the real-life Santa Claus.
1: That's okay, Radio that, Flyer.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't even know Radio Flyer. I never saw it, so I don't know. But, but. now Christmas
2: becomes a scary holiday because the real Santa has four or five deaths on his ha- on his hands here. He's got a slit throat. He's got a tomahawk to the brain. Well, yeah, but, well, but he only killed assholes.
0: It's like Jigsaw. You know what I mean? Or the theory of, of a jigsaw in your town. He's only killing, he's not killing innocent people. He's really good to kids. The only, the only negative thing that happened towards a kid is when he was at that party, he says that if you're bad, I'll bring you something horrible.
1: Yeah. You know but then I mean? He
2: gives, he gives a great laugh after that though. Yeah.
1: I know he does,
0: but do you That's... see the look on that one woman's
1: face. Yeah. I, it's great. They're like, well, cause you would be like that. You're like, uh, this guy, what the hell's I, going I, on? But uh, that scene is great too. Cause it, Right in the middle of all this mayhem, he goes in and just warms up this party. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes,
2: what, 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 was that like a Greek party or something? They're doing like Greek dances and stuff? They're breaking plates? Yeah,
1: they're
2: a <laughs> <in> the <court. laughs> they weren't breaking plates. But... Was it like a polka? They're going, opa. <laughs> and yeah, they, that's what
1: it looked like. Yeah. My yeah, big fat know. Christmas party with the Greek yeah. in there, too. <laughs> I forgot the Greek
0: part. <laughs> <laughs> My big fat oh, I see what you're doing. Movie, yeah, but,
1: but I forgot the Greek.
0: <laughs> My big fat Radio Flyer. Because yeah. <laughs> that's a so Radio Flyer. Uh, we don't have to talk about that. I know. I heard of a movie called Radio Flyer. Forget it. I can't even talk Radio yeah. Flower.
1: We're all know. we're all the same. Articulation no, I'm will come.
0: Because I, I Radio Flyer
2: came out when I was like ten years old, and the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's such a cool, nice ending. And it wasn't until years later when I was probably like. 1314 somebody explained to me the ending and it completely shook my world and i'm like i don't like this movie
0: oh i gotta watch this movie uh, I'm, re- I'm intrigued now. it's a young elijah
2: wood uh, I, oh. I i forgot the mother is played by somebody big is it uh from sopranos who plays the mother really The psychi- well, psychiatrist
0: oh uh uh melfi you're talking about Laurie and brocco it, I, I I don't know why I'm picturing
2: her as the mother. I'm not sure if she is, but it might be her as the mother. It's it's a good movie.
0: I'm gonna watch it now. I might watch it tonight it, with my daughter.
2: It's a good movie, and then yeah, and see if she see if she picks up because she's a, she's a smart young girl. She'll probably be like right away. She'd be like, I'm depressed by that. Whereas as, at the exact same age, I was like, oh, what a happy
1: ending. <laughs> yeah, did you should say Lorraine Braca? Yeah, Lorraine Braca, John Hurd, young Elijah Wood. <laughs> I love yeah. what they say. A young Elijah Wood. A young, a young. It was Richard. That. It was directed by Richard Donner, but I think there were some reshoots because there's also yeah, David it, Mickey Evans. This,
2: mo- this movie, vice versa. The ending to this just reminds me of that. So,
0: wow, I, I'll be watching it. I might watch that tonight, or or Away Camp. I think 12-year-olds. <laughs> I know it's completely different. He's just all over the place. Well, because there was a reason. I was I was messing around my posters earlier. I was I I change them periodically, and we had some time to kill. And I was down here, so I'm like, well, okay, I'll change the posters around a little bit. So I had a, the sleep boy camp poster. I was having a discussion with my daughter about the old school posters, and the sleep boy camp. I was holding I was hanging it up when I was talking to her. I said, you know what? Maybe you're old enough to watch Sleepaway Camp with me tonight now. I don't know. Do you guys think she's 12 years old? Do you think it's it's kind of raunchy, huh?
1: Other, I mean, just a cock at the end. But... Yeah, but
0: not, that's not what I'm worried about. That's the greatest part. But I mean, <laughs> literally and figuratively, yeah. it is the greatest part.
1: But I'm
2: glad you said that. And not me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's raunchy throughout, though. It's very. It
1: is. It's it's a sleazy movie. You got remember Baldies, Baldies. Baldy. Yeah, there's Baldies.
0: You know what though? She's. You said she's twelve now, almost thirteen, and thinks she's twenty. So yeah. Yeah,
2: but but she's she's a smart, mature young lady. I think she can handle it. (laughs) Damn it! I I might
1: just watch. I swear to God, I thought he was gonna. She's a smart, mature Baldy. I swear (laughs) that's what he was gonna say. Even even I have this Even I. I'm sorry, Dave. I swear that's what I thought he was going with. (laughs) I was just like.
2: (laughs) It didn't even dawn on me to crack that joke, and even if it did, I wouldn't have because I would have known, but I'm like, no. Like, no. (laughs) I don't know how. See how I was able
1: to crack the joke? Make it seem like it was you cracking the joke?
2: It could be the end of Exploding Heads right on the spot. Right
1: on the
0: bald
1: spot. Right on the bald spot. Oh, wow. We really do crack ourselves up. That guy was right.
0: Yeah, we do.
2: <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. I'm having oh, a good time. Oh, that's yeah,
1: awesome.
0: What? Oh, I've missed this. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh.
2: I think my feelings or my ratings on this film, because I never really, I mean, this is the first time actually watching it to rate it. I think my rating might have actually gone up a little if I'm thinking back on past viewings of it.
0: I'll tell you one thing quick. I like it more. I think Christian said the same thing. Yeah. I like it more each time. The first time, and for anybody just to pick this movie up and watch it, expecting an eighties slasher or anything like that, you are going to be disappointed. And I was the first time I saw it. Yeah, Maybe I even saw it in the eighties and just completely forgot about it because it was so insignificant. Remember, I- I'm a kid. Uh, yeah. A slow moving movie like this is probably not going to be something I'm going to remember. So, but when I went back to watch it, you know, like five six years ago. My first view, I was like, okay, I kind of like it, but, you know, it's expectations. And by default, people are going to see this poster and see the time that it was made and think it's a slasher. So, unless you know going in, I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed. But after you've accepted that and, and seen, you know, know it for what it is, I think it does get better each time. One thing I noticed this time, the soundtrack Really good soundtrack, good sound design, even. They they Mm. use Christmas songs the right way. And I never really paid attention, maybe because I have a better system and everything now. But I I really enjoyed, you know,
1: the music presentation of it. Agreed. There's another, there's one other scene. Sorry, Brad. did I just cut you off there?
2: No, I just said right on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's another scene that um, stands out because it's really creepy where he is spying on Moss through his window at the house (laughs) and yeah. the mom drags him out to to go out shopping and it almost it's weird cuz i i i have good memories of my parents and everything was great but it takes me back to a time i think maybe i remember a kid being yelled at from his mom getting like to get in the car it seems like it's right from that time period like it takes me back to like 1980 almost wow. and, and that scene but not, not from a personal experience, but just remembering something of a mom like that. But do you remember him being in the bushes and then he yeah. takes the mud and then he just pushes his face in his hands and makes yes. an imprint on the side of the house? <laughs> like, a, like a territorial like predator. Like It's really fucking creepy.
0: <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you, Guy. Do you think he did that just to mark naughty so when, when Christmas Eve came, he knew what to do or it was just for the hell of it?
1: Well, I, don't, I think he knew where he lived. I think it was more just knew, like... Right. Like a market.
2: Yeah,
0: what a thing to do, huh? That, that's freaking...
2: Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah it that's makes so no cute. sense, and I don't think it has to.
0: No, I guess not. I mean, and everything he does does make sense. He is, he's off his rocker, so to speak. And you feel bad for him, but it is what it is. One question. How the hell, in the beginning of the movie, when his father came down the chimney, how did he do that? And how did it, he get back up? He put his hand on his nose and rolled up the chimney.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just the way Harry wants to remember it.
0: Yes, but why? Because by that time, he was spoiled. So no. he would—you would think he would remember nothing good about it, because remember how upset he was after. Why would he see him rise up after the the, the
1: grizzly discovery, if you will? So, but, <laughs> wait a second. That's, no, that was before. She wasn't,
2: she wasn't that
1: hairy. No, maybe I'm wrong. I'm now I'm getting all confused. She wasn't that
2: hairy. <laughs> He's talking about grizzlies over here. <laughs>
1: she had dark fur too.
2: She's a baldy. <laughs> Was that, was that after?
1: No, see, I thought there was a, almost like a story part where it opens where you think there's like a, almost a sweetness to it, and then that's when him and his brother start arguing about, that was dad, that was dad, or whatever like that. Then he goes back down, and they're yes. making out. So I think that's what you're doing here is they're playing with the kid's imagination, like re- remembering a story of, of it, like the night before Christmas. I think it's supposed to be this sort of sweet introduction to it, which then turns ugly in his sure. mind because it becomes sexual.
0: But the father's entrance, there's no other way he could have done that. Like, I don't think Santa's going to walk through the front door. Because remember, the mother and the two kids are on the staircase waiting for Santa's arrival. And all of a sudden, you see the feet come down in the chimney. Harry Harry
2: had to go through the basement because he couldn't fit through the chimney. (laughs) It seemed like a lot of
1: parents wanted to do this in the 80s. and Gremlins, it didn't turn out so well.
2: (laughs) Right,
0: man. That's what happens. Right. Yeah, you can't do that shit, man.
1: Chim chimminy, chim chimminy, chim chim chiri. You know? <laughs> yeah. Ain't like no Mary Chris. Poppins, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: hey, yeah, man. You know, I, I love Poppins, man. I'll rep that till death. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> the wackiest shit comes out of his mouth sometimes.
0: Yep, as long as it ain't going in my mouth. Okay, you know? <laughs> well,
1: this movie, like I said, I enjoy it each and every time a little bit more so. I, I scored it a seven and a half out of ten.
0: Hey, me too.
2: Wow. I I came up to an eight.
1: Nice.
0: Nice. Well, we're off to a good start. Yeah.
1: Thank you. And that was Dino, right? Yes, it was. (laughs) Dino. Yep. (laughs) I wonder how many times. I want to know. The only question that matters tonight is, Dino, how many times were you given a Fred Flintstone joke growing up? I want a number. A rock hard number. What if
2: it's pronounced Dino?
1: (laughs) Dino. Someone's in
0: the kitchen with Dino. Um, <laughs>
2: he can't help himself.
1: So oh, out on the
0: old banjo. It's been so long. <laughs> he brings um, up the song every
1: two fucking seconds.
0: <laughs> I could. Uh, I'm jealous though. I am, And all, all kidding aside, I'm jealous of the name Dino. I wish it was my name because it's a lot. Of, it's a very uh, ethnic Italian sounding name, and I got stuck with Dave, which every other asshole in the world is named Dave. I always wanted a, an Italian name. Dino sounds
1: like you got like a big honking cock. Dino! Yeah, it does! I got a Dino over here. Dino. They don't call me the dinosaur for nothing.
0: (laughs) Thanks again, Dino. That was a good time. And we hope you enjoyed the review. And we hope you guys are all enjoying the review.
2: You're a good egg, Dino. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Wow. Okay. Woo! Now we're going into uh, Triple Rs. And how many of them do we have tonight?
2: What do we got? Four?
1: Four. Woo! Boom, boom, boom. So,
0: Horseman. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> boom. So, uh, want to talk about one? You might be the killer, since I can't get the damn song out of my head.
2: Sure, man. <laughs> all right, man. Jumping right in with you might be the killer.
0: Boom. Jerry Cortez, Mr. Venom, Mr. Podcast. Oh, boy. I got, should I just name them all at this point? He's got some.
2: <laughs> he does do a lot of podcasts. Podcast.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: my... Just Google
1: him.
0: No room in hell. No more room in hell, I mean. Brad um, Radio. Uh, underwater Kaiju. He's all over the place. Jerry Venom. Mr. Cortez. Or Jerry Cortez. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jerry Venom, Mr. Cortez. Eight out of five.
0: <laughs> Colin Mayhem. Okay. Uh, anyway, Jerry. are one Venom. of those nights. Yeah. Right. One of these nights. Sorry. Sorry.
2: You might be the killer. This is uh, from last year, from 2018. Uh, directed by Brett Simmons. A camp counselor suffering from blackouts finds himself surrounded by murder victims. He turns to his horror movie enthusiast friend for advice, and to contend with the idea he may be the killer. Go ahead, Dave, sing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You might be the killer. It's great, because think about it. (laughs) <laughs> we haven't had this happen, and so remember when it was, you know, really cool back in the day, or it was trendy to have a song that represented your film, and then the end credits, you know, you got the Ballad of Harry Warden, etc. You know, uh, maniac C-C-C. cop C-C. rap. Yeah, maniac cop rap, maniac cock rap, everything. <laughs> you know, cock rap, aka a condom. Um,
1: <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs>
0: hey, when you're in a pinch, sometimes you gotta put Saran on that shit. You know. Oh, I've done it. Reynolds anyway, rap <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about yeah. um, you might be the killer it's cool that they have a song that's the point I was trying to say because we haven't seen that in so many years and I wish more I wish more movies would
1: do that it's cool well, that was a very 80s thing to do so that's it's actually great uh, I and like, I like this I, I only watched it one time for the year end show and I said it was good I think I was huffing...
2: you, I thought it made your year end list no. it made my year end oh, list no it, it is it, yours, it, okay. it yep. was
1: not on my on my top 18 anyway can't remember where I mean I could br- bring up my letterbox. It's out there if if you want to see it. But I mean I was yeah. I was hovering it around a seven, seven and a half. I, I said it was it was good. I liked it. It was gory. The second watch really brought up my enjoyment of this. It's a I it's feel. a really fun movie. And he, he
2: kills it as the lead, this uh Fran Kronz, however the hell you say his name. It's great, dude. He's terrific. Him him uh him and his interactions with Allison uh, Alice and Hannigan as Chuck, terrific.
0: Yep. <laughs> I do, She's a great character. They both are yeah.
2: And I agree with one thing that I believe Christian said when he talked about this film on the year-end show. The dead counselor meter does get a little played out after a while. Yes. I believe you said that. And I, and I was just like, all right, you know, enough with that.
0: Yeah, but they're clever with it. They it, go back and at least they make it interesting. If it just would have been like 1 through 11, it would have been... Eh, whatever. But I like the way they play around with it, that's all.
2: Yeah, they, well, yeah, they start at, like, oh, you know, like 6 already.
0: Right, but that's what that was the story. That's what I'm saying. I like the twists of it. I like they go back and they start over, and I don't know. It's something. It's something that's kind of humorous, and I guess I could see somebody tiring of it, but if you're going to do it, do it that way instead of, you know, just go. But they 20. really
2: have a summer camp, though, 25 miles, like, out of town.
0: Well, Friday the 13th was kind of, like, in, in a way, yeah. that was the idea, that they were far away from town. What
1: is it, Miles? Yeah. What is it, Anus? A- Anus? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is it, Anus? Ah, colon rectum.
1: <laughs> yeah, about 20 miles. Yep. I'm pretty sure those, that was the exact dialogue from Friday the 13th. That's
0: right. That's what they're doing. Give that's, or take that's, two that's, lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> But yeah, that, I think that was the idea. They're they're attributing, uh, you know, the Friday the Thirteenth motif, or whatever. And I'll tell you, this is I'll say, it simply like this. My complaints about Final Girls, my my minor complaints was that I wish they put the gore in as well. And we've been through this a couple times. This movie that does horror comedy, and leaves the gore in, and it's real gore. It's not goofy gore. It's slasher movie gore, and that's what I like about it. it. Brings that to the table. You tend not to see that. That's why I'm so high on this movie, that the kills are legit slasher kills. And, yes, it is comedy, and it is meta stuff and done in a different way, but I don't know. It's, I'm not saying it's a perfect film, but it's it's like the total package as far as, you know, that's concerned. I like that. That's what I really like about that. I've seen the movie three times now, and, um, you know, my rating is maybe slightly down from the first time I saw it, but, I mean, I'm right around the same spot. Because when you see something three times in six weeks, you know <laughs> yeah that'll happen you know what i mean and that's what's happened with me but i love the fact that th- they had their gore and i'm on this and final girls but you get what i'm saying i wish they w- if they would have done that in final girls man that movie could have been like i, w- I probably would have rated it as high as brandon has it you know that was I my one it. i it's a great film don't get me wrong but you see what i mean with the kills though no, no the, I, kill, the kills are the highlight yeah. okay, and they, they, they should be in work. a slash
1: i was agreeing <laughs> with you oh, okay.
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Is they should even if it's a horror comedy, it's still a horror comedy slasher. So you may as well make the kills look like damn good kills, and they all are. So,
2: I just felt like in Final Girls compared to this, you have a more well-rounded group of characters, whereas in this film, it's really it's Chuck and Sam.
0: You don't like the other? You don't like Amani and you don't like Jamie and the rest of them? No, I like them, but they're not—they're
2: not as developed. It's—it's really—it's really—it's Ch- Chuck and Sam's movie. Absolutely. I mean, their their interactions on the phone and the comedy comes from them and the smiles come from them. The whole Freddie versus Matt Cordell comment—the first yeah. time I heard that, man, that put a big smile on my face because nobody knows who the hell Matt Cordell is. Yeah.
1: that was Cordell. written for us yeah like like that's it that's why like you do have to give a kudos for that the final girls was a little bit brighter it had the brighter colors it had a little bit more character development it was a little bit more traditional in its in its uh presentation and had a lot of heart this one has a lot of heart in a different way and it's very clever maybe it's turned off with the, the jumbled style of story presentation but then that is exactly what ends up being its strong point. So upon rewatch, oh. that's why my enjoyment level went way up. I kind of like the disjointed storytelling. I did like the gore. But because of the disjointed storytelling and how it's focused, the character development is gone, other than yeah. from the two main characters, for the yeah, you most get part, the, and you their get friendship. The flash,
2: you do get the flashback to the summer before, you know, with him and yeah. Imani, and, and, and that's, that's all something. fine. But the, yeah. the jumbled, the jumbled uh, storyline... Helps for the kills because they're like oh I want to see how that one was killed because I th- believe they start off right with uh Steve the kayak king.
0: kayak king! It's
2: like I <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. They're canoes. They're canoes,
0: right? it's
2: <laughs> <laughs> funny. I mean it's brutal. The kills in this are fucking insane.
0: Yeah, man. I mean you
2: get a great slit throat. I mean there's a there's one kill where he chops the guy's head right in half yeah. and chucks <gasps> on the You're like ah oh, you didn't cut his head in half. Yeah. <laughs> like the shit like that just the interaction back and forth between them it's like really funny
1: I like how you see it from two different angles too like you'll see it from one scenario yes. they'll show yeah. it from behind and then you'll see it from the next and they'll, they'll show you the front I thought that was great I could see a whole movie just t- showing it from different scenarios it's
0: and like a fight club
1: thing yeah true and I would love I would actually love to see a sequel to this I know people are like go, Oh, come one. on I would like it you don't think we'd get one I
2: would like to see see a sequel also because I think there's a little – a few questions I'm going to have in terms of how you guys interpret the ending.
0: Well, here's the thing. Right before they did that stinger with the phone call at the end, I thought that would have made this movie even more freaking powerful because it's a – when you look at it and when you see the the final person walking away in the death of another person, you're like, wow, that's that's a very serious tone. To end a horror comedy on, and I, at the time I'm like, wow, that's freaking serious. And I almost wish they wouldn't have had that stinger because the the proposed idea from that, if there is a sequel, isn't something I'm anywhere n- nearly interested in. You're you're talking about going from slasher to zombie. You know what I mean? And there's been enough zomcoms. I, I I you know <laughs> what I mean? This, yeah, this has been done right. This is this is the a, a perfect blend for a, a slasher comedy, but.
2: Now the whole backstory with the wood carver and, and mm-hmm. that whole story and that mystery and then they obviously they go out in groups to look for his, his grave. Why is the mask and, and the weapon so easily found? Why is it why is it this time? Was there something in the story about like certain number of years go by before like the curse is revisited or something?
0: No, no one's ever dug there before, apparently. Because <laughs> it's literally it right like,
2: there on the surface. Yeah. Like they should have had to dig. I mean, they could. They had a perfect opportunity to make Jamie the one digging because that was the hilarious thing. Is how Sam keeps talking about her digging because he turns around, and she's dug like a six foot hole by six six foot deep, six feet wide in like two seconds. Oh yeah,
1: right. And yeah, they right. and they
2: make fun of that in this movie, which I thought was very clever.
1: But yeah, it, is, it looks like the mask is like propped up on like a little box. Here it is. Yeah, I guess it is a little bit fugazi. I never thought about it that. But
2: way. I do like the fact that even Sam references this to Chuck at the end. It's like it, it or to to uh, maybe it's to Jamie and Imani. He's Like it wasn't me. It was Drew's fault. It really was Drew's fault. She put the mask on him.
0: Yeah, she did. Yeah, it was her fault.
2: But Chuck, but Chuck's, know? but Chuck's talking the whole movie about how the mask imprinted on him. So then the ending kind of threw me off because I'm like, well, if the mask imprinted on him. Like, would it imprint on someone else so quickly? Does hmm. that make sense? Well,
0: because he had it on for so long.
2: Yeah, like, that That mask should have been calling to him.
0: But, yeah, but the mask will call to anybody. It doesn't matter. It's, a, yeah.
1: it's an evil entity. I, 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 I never questioned that. I think it, it, that was fine.
0: All right. Just asking. <laughs> no, I hear you. It's Wrong! As as you <laughs> Wrong!
2: <laughs> Wrong, you baldy.
0: <laughs> I like the mask, though. Speaking of the mask, see, that's how you do it. That's a cool-ass mask. Again, I hate to not knock on the Final Girls again, yeah. but that was a complaint a lot of people, I think, had about the you Final Girls. You don't seem girl. to hate
2: it that much. because
0: do like I don't. I, I rate it high. I think, oh, honestly, I, I think it's overall, as far as a horror movie, I think it, it it's slightly better than this is. I think it is a better movie. I just, you know, this is a... I respect this one for the way they blended it more, but, now my, but a lot of people didn't like the mask in Final Girls. I've heard a lot of people say that. I don't think you can make that statement on this one i think it's a, a perfect looking mock jason mask made out of wood you know this
2: one reminds me that that movie with that
1: kid where he also was cub? A,
2: yeah cub that's exactly it. every time i see Ooh, that i'm like cub-ish. cub it's cabbage <laughs> I, I
1: thought of the final girls the first time too I'm like another wood mask like it was funny that you bring that up but this one is a little cooler sculpting because it does fit like more like a jason
0: it's cool, man. I, I imagine if they had this mask in like a serious tone film, I think people would freaking be going gaga for it.
1: This one fit a little bit
2: more like Jason Goes to Hell, though. This one was a little tight around the skin.
0: Don't say that word around <laughs> here. Don't say
2: that word. <laughs> I actually wrote down the line because he's talking to um, he's talking to Chuck on the phone, and she's telling him that Jamie's gonna be the one to kill him because she's the most pure. And and Sam, you know, in his like in his oh, like offense. cracking in his cracking up <laughs> voice, he's like, "What? She's she's the sweetest girl. I mean, you should see her dig, but she's such a sweet girl." Like, <laughs> but he throws in that. <laughs> so-
0: she's uh, does she remind you a little bit of what's her name, um, Taisa Farmiga? That's what she reminded me of, that Jamie
1: girl. She looked like her.
0: Yeah, a little bit. I could see that.
1: Who's in Final Girls
0: once again? Yeah. <laughs> she plays that role.
1: Reference yeah. that movie so many times. I think you'll love it. I know, right?
0: I do love it. I do love The Final Girls. Wait, what, really what are we reviewing
1: right now? We're all said and done. I mean, I don't know if this would have... Maybe it would have cracked my, my top 18. I don't know, but I came in at an 8 out of 10 on the Me second too. view.
0: Me too. I'm an 8 out of 10. Initially, I was eight, 8 and a half, and I was the second view. Again, maybe because I watched it three times in six weeks. Uh, I'm, I don't want to say I'm tired of it, but you know how it is. You know, You, yeah. you watch the same movie, it's Okay, you know, so maybe yeah. a year from now I'll watch it again and I'll be back to that, but whatever. I'm not going to nitpick on a, on a .5, but either way, I, I the rating I gave was 8, and I still enjoy it. There's a great, great blend, you know?
2: Yeah, um, I, you know, I'll give my rating then. I just want to ask two quick questions, but uh, I I started it at, at an 8 out of 10. It was one of my many 8 out of 10s that was in contention for, you know, that 18, 17 spot, and uh, it, it stays at an 8 out of 10. You know, oh, Nice. For, yeah. Nice. It, it. Yeah. No. I. I really enjoyed it. It was one of those that I. I rewatched quickly when I. Uh. Was prepping last year. at the end of. Uh. At the end of last year, I was you know sort of like kind of fast forwarding and watching scenes. I'm like, is this gonna make it? I kind of knew it wasn't, so I. I didn't go through the whole movie again, but this time around, I'm like, it's it's still the same, and I love it. I Love that song. You know, the sound design, the interaction. Great. But my question is this: you know, is Chuck a little off because she talks about how Jamie is going to... She even, she's even telling Imani, Jamie's going to be the final girl no matter what. But Imani does have an opportunity to kill Jamie. It seems like the only reason she's unable to is because she almost fell into like this idea that she couldn't because of Chuck's story.
0: Wow, she bought into it, huh? That's it. Maybe. Or maybe she was trying to be the good girl. <laughs> because she didn't believe that Jamie was really good. She thought it was a front. So maybe... She's like, well, it's well, it kind of it kind of
2: was a front. It kind of was a front cuz they're well, having that, that conversation. It it's just she's not 100% pure Jamie.
0: She's not Well, she's a virgin and she doesn't use drugs. I mean, what else do you want from her? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's,
2: that's yeah, true. but she straight up murders Imani. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, she does, which is a turn. You're
2: right. And Yeah, that's definitely a turn and then she takes the mask at the end, which implies that 2 years later, for the last 2 years, she's been out there in the world killing.
0: Oh, that's the sequel I want to
2: see. Well, yeah, well, that's the sequel I think we would get because Chuck makes reference to Sam that, oh, don't worry that you're going to die because there's always a sequel where, you know, the killer is struck by lightning and comes back. And then when she gets the phone call, Sam's back. But I don't I don't believe Sam's back as a killer because he doesn't have the mask anymore. He's back as a, maybe an undead zombie, as we want to call it. But he's good, and I feel like he's back because he has to go hunt Jamie.
0: Interesting. Well, I hope they do make it. Man, I, I really hope they do.
2: Yeah, and that's where I thought Chuck was wrong, because the killer didn't come back here. Didn't she drop the
1: mask, though, and walk away?
2: No, she put it in her bag and walked away.
1: Yeah, she kept it.
2: Yeah, if she had dropped it, then it could have made sense, because... Yeah. Although, then I would have had an issue with the whole idea that it imprinted on her in the first place, but...
0: You know what, buddy? That makes it a better movie. If 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 we go and we're talking about tropes, it, it, it's become almost a tired thing now with the final girl, the final girl, the final girl. And they talked about it again in this movie. Okay, the final girl, we know, we know, we know, right? So now they turn that on its ass. And it's not going to be the regular final girl. That almost boosts up the movie if that's the route they're going to go. If they do that with the next movie, that, you almost have to boost this movie up because I think that that's cool that they, they score up us like that.
2: Yeah. But maybe you're right. That, Chuck is I, wrong. I, I, And I think that's why the title is clever, You Might Be the Killer. It's not only so much that he's trying to figure out who the killer is, and it turns out it's him. But is he really the killer? Because he's being forced by this mask, and he's fighting these temptations the whole time.
0: But he's still the one doing the killing. Therefore, he's the killer. What can you do? He is the killer. Yeah, but you see how
2: easily uh, Jamie becomes the killer once the mask is on. I mean, she becomes the killer before the mask is on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she, she got Temptation. Yeah, so man. It's,
2: it's, 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 it's interesting. It's, it's, uh, I mean, I know we're going to wrap this up because it's just a uh, triple R, but it's, a, it's one of those movies that you could just do a lot of analysis on. Yeah,
0: You're right. You're right. But it, well, but I, it was a fun film. It is a fun film. I have one Definitely statement, fun. two quick questions, and we'll be done. My Here. statement is this. I want to own that store that Chuck owns. Cause
2: it's yeah, awesome. Rings of Saturn.
0: <laughs> awesome. The posters and everything. I wish I could run a store like that. Yeah, that's a um, cool store. <laughs> it's amazing. Two questions. Number one. Have we ever seen a killer discover himself at the end of the movie that he's the killer in any movie ever? Because there's a point in this film where, you know, he discovers that he's a killer. You would think of
1: all these <laughs> Yes, I, I know I've seen it before, I, but I, I feel can't. Like there, I feel like there is one there scene. There has where... to be,
0: right? Doesn't there have to be where someone doesn't know he's doing the killing and then at the end of the movie, like, it's almost like the twist. Oh, I've been doing all the killing. Yeah, you know but his, I
2: mean? his way is so much funnier because, oh, like, yeah. the final reveal, it's like. I all I have is this baseball bat. What?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's a, well, it's a big dagger with a like. It's got like a jawbone handle. <laughs> I like, love that, that, that dagger. That, that's such a great dagger, and it's like that's when he knows. He's like, oh fuck, <laughs> it is.
0: It is awesome. Okay, so when one more question: Can you make a straight up camp slasher now? Because like without the comedy? See, yes, a straight up movie.
1: You do could. You could. It's funny that this one probably gets it more right than all the ones that play it straight have and 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 fallen flat. Yeah, you can. Just no one's done it right well.
3: <laughs> yeah, I agree well, with Christian. Well. This
1: this is the
2: closest thing to it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's weird though, isn't it? Every time that I can recall seeing a a killer at camp in the last ten years, it's been a summer camp like that. It's been comedy. We haven't seen someone try to, rep- you know. Do like a, a, a camp killer, a Friday the Thirteenth style. Is well, I think colors?
2: that's it. It's the fear of trying to the idea that you can't create another Boogeyman, or, or nobody has the the balls to at least try.
0: Even though in the eighties there was freaking a dozen ripoffs.
2: I know.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? But now no, it's, like no, it's yeah. forbidden. Nobody wants to to tread the. Yeah, waters. I mean like Hatchet
1: is the forest, so they're they're using the forest setting, and the swamp, oh. but not, but yeah, not a camp setting. You're, uh, yeah. yeah. Someone should do it. Maybe we should do it. We'll call it Camp Killer.
0: Yes, Camp Killer. <laughs> <laughs> but if you might be the killer, you are the killer. I asked. <laughs> you are the killer? Okay. <laughs> I am Camp Killer.
1: Do
0: <laughs> what do we want to do next? Another
1: you be trip? victim.
2: Hi, you want me to just uh, surprise All right, I'll just surprise you. I've just pulled one up randomly, and here we go. From 2015, directed by Oren Peli, Area 51.
0: Aha! Oh, yes. And this one (laughs) sent to us by, oops, wrong picture. So sorry. It's Mayhem, folks. Okay, this is Keith Moffat.
1: Oh, it's Muffet. He told me it's Muffet.
0: Is it (laughs) Muffet? Yeah. <laughs> it's not Muffin. <laughs> lick my muffin. Lick my not, muffin. Yeah, lick my muffin. <laughs> Damn it,
3: you beat me to it. <laughs> Boom!
0: <laughs> uh, so, Mr. Right. Moffitt gave us three to choose from Area 51, Extraterrestrial, or Unaware. I'm a you big know, fan of extraterrestrial, I- have not seen Unaware, but this we chose because it was the easiest one to watch because it's available streaming somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and
2: I you know, I immediately regret that decision, but I'll say this before I read the description of the film is I've I've seen extraterrestrial as well and that's a fantastic movie. Yeah. And uh, unaware, I thought Christian said it was on YouTube.
1: Yeah, free on YouTube. Free. Oh. You were unaware.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, watching something on YouTube isn't the same as watching it on, on Hulu or buying. It's a fucking found
1: it. footage movie. I think they uh, put I, it I'm on gonna, there.
0: Unaware <laughs> is found footage?
1: Unaware is found footage, yeah.
0: Oh, I am unaware. Holy shit. How have I not seen this movie? Oh I watched all, idea? just, in- Keith,
1: just so you know, I watched all three of them just to be super prepared.
0: Wow. Look at this guy.
1: Yeah. Too much
0: time on my hands. I did
1: a couple of weeks ago. Not anymore.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I don't know how you do it. I've
2: been watching these movies a lot earlier than I usually do, and I'm having a tough time remembering. This guy watched it like six months ago. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Three young conspiracy theorists attempt to uncover the mysteries of Area 51, the government's secret location rumored to have hosted encounters with alien beings. What they find at this hidden facility exposes unimaginable secrets. Now, right there, just that description at the end of the B, Unimaginable Secrets pisses me off because they find exactly what you think they would find <laughs> in Area
1: 51. Unimaginable would be like a bunch of zombies. Yeah, or a bunch like bunch of or, zombies or, or, training yeah.
2: for a dance competition or something.
1: <laughs> they find alien spacecrafts and aliens. Yeah, they find exactly what you expect to find in Area 51. Believe it or not. Yes. <laughs> Why was this shelved five years? Was it Really? That's what I heard. I heard it was, a, it was started in like 2009 after the, the, or 2009, 2010 after the craze of Paranormal Activity. And then it just got shelved. So then by the he time was, it came out, everybody thought it was kind of ho-hum. Wow,
0: which is odd because it's, it's Oren Paley who directed Paranormal Activity. You would think that his follow-up, everybody would rush out and it would have been out like as soon as possible. Yeah. You Maybe know? they the
2: just, just knew it wasn't as good a film as Paranormal Activity. But there's a ton like... of research.
1: Shoot reshoots, no. excuse me, I believe.
0: Maybe so, and maybe it's not as good as Paranormal Activity. Well, it's not, but I will tell you this. This is the second time I saw it. Second View Dave, I enjoyed it more this time. The first time I saw it, here's, here's a story. I'll sidetrack for about 10 seconds. I tried to make a YouTube video once of me reviewing a movie like every, all these guys do, like Moods and JP, etc. they do it. It was on the Exploding Heads banner about two years ago. And I, I, I got on my computer, I opened up YouTube, I watched Area 51 and decided I was going to do my first review. I went on there and I hit the record button on YouTube and I talked for 15 minutes. And at the end, nothing recorded. So when I, Utah, I said, fuck this. I'm they don't kidding.
1: want you to know about it.
0: Right. And at the time, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Wow. At the time, that's all I gave it. I've, um, I've come up a little bit and I, wow. I definitely enjoyed it more. So I'm so glad. <laughs> I got to watch it. You
2: know what? I just feel like the the opening of this film, leading up to uh, leading up to the event at the party, is just stereotypical found footage. It's just. That's okay. so, so. I I don't know. I feel like I don't know. They gotta switch it up. Like I I don't need to see these guys going to strip clubs. I don't need to see them going to parties. I don't need to hear all this useless banter. I get it that that's what it has to be because there's no music or anything to to drive the action here. It's, it's all dialogue and it's just the same thing over and over. And I just felt like very early on, like, man, I'm really not into this. And then the, the, the scene at the party happens, you know, we got the three friends, Reed, Darren and Ben and, and Reed disappears at the party. And there's a flash of light and they find him like a half hour later when they're driving home, like down the highway. And that's kind of cool. because all of a sudden yeah, after this, cool. they, they flash forward three months later and he's obsessed with, the. Uh, with, with breaking into area 51 and they're uh they're they got all these gadgets and they're getting ready to do this but they never really bring back what happened that night and to what purpose it it it, it no, even plays
1: they they have a the, a little bit of a dialogue exchange he saw something and spaced out I thought they allude yeah. to it that that's exactly what drove him to wanting to do it why he was so fixated on going to area 51 however, I do believe it is... I, I agree with Brandon. I was kind of like, eh, it's ho-hum. This is the second time. Because Dave, I do... Maybe it wasn't on your found footage list. It was but not. I watched it back when I was watching a bunch of found footage movies. And I think okay. I watched it by accident. I do feel like it's a little bit more in the ho-hum territory for sure.
2: Well, maybe it's because we didn't see the first 50 areas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: uh, it never gets old. It doesn't.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, listen... The way you set up the film is typical film footage, that's fine, but I think you have to have a reason to show that why these guys are filming everything and why they happen to be filming that night because the setup is, it's a nice explanation. How come they're, how come, why were they filming that night? Well, because they film everything. So that I can understand to a degree. Second of all, I think that we don't see what he sees that night ever because I think if we would have seen it, it would have been in the beginning of the film. And I think they wanted to save their bag of tricks until the climax. That's what I think. It's just a filmmaking technique that I think it was a conscious choice. Let's not show anything really cool now. Let's let it, you know, and let's just save it all for the end. Maybe it's a budgetary thing or maybe not, but that's what I got out of it.
1: The interviews that were wedged in, they were totally unnecessary. They added (laughs) nothing to the movie. I'd like that stuff if it was Blair Witch. It. Like Blair Witch they yeah. see it was part of the actual story arc. This seemed just like it was unnecessary.
2: Even when they introduce uh Yelena, Jelena, have about that Jelena, yeah, whatever. Jelena, uh, you know, and she's talking about her father and uh, you know, he, he was very suspicious and he worked there. Like would you would you really hire a guy who's uh, who's suspicious and to work at Area 51? and and they kind of they reference that he was following this one guy around and they make it seem like this guy is going to be a super high up powerful guy like the head of area 51 and then they follow him for like 20 minutes just to steal his key card
0: but that was great i love that sequence when they break it i felt i like that that was one
2: wow. of my favorite sequences it's, it is yeah. great it is the best but sequence th- in the movie i thought he was going to pl- play a bigger role in the film it's it's like are introducing stuff that they never bring back
0: i was confused i'll, I'll give you that i thought he was going to be Somehow along the line, I, I never heard that we have to get this guy because we need to steal his key. I never got that until they got to the house. Either time I watched it, so I guess I could see where we you're coming from. Were we all misled? Did they? Did they? Did they not include that in their in, in dialogue that the reason we want to find this guy is because he has a key that I know we can use? Is that what it is? Is they just didn't put that in there? Well, he, he,
2: They do reference that he is a higher up and has clearance to like the s4 level or whatever so he has he has full clearance whereas the father didn't and they make reference to the father killing himself i think did he kill himself yeah. after? but it no was, you no, know. no he
0: didn't kill himself they said that he killed himself but she, and she said she said i know my father would yeah kill himself therefore yeah. there's something you know afoot uh, here
2: another thing they throw in where i'm like okay this is kind of cool this could come th- and play out with something but no it was just you know cover up
0: yeah, but that's found footage. Uh, found footage movies aren't about exposition in that in that format. I see where you're coming from. I guess if this was a regular film, uh, they could dive more into that. But found footage movie, this is stereotypical, like you said, which is to its benefit, and I guess to it, it deter. It's a bad thing as well, you know, to its detriment because it's an 80-minute thing. Boom, boom, boom. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this sequence, and we're gonna go crazy at the end. I guess I'm very comfortable with that being a found footage fan. So I settle right in. It's like being a slasher fan and having stereotypical stuff there. But
2: Yeah. That,
0: you don't really get all that exposition in a typical found footage film. That's- no, you
2: don't. But it's to its detriment here because I wasn't a huge fan of the third act. But I do oh. love all the I do love all the gadgets they have and stuff and all the tricks oh. they have. The one thing I did find silly is they have all this fancy stuff and I, I mean it makes sense he became Obsessed after the incident and they had three months to prepare and you know they have all these cool tricks and gadgets and everything but they literally break into Area 51 by crawling under like a fence. They yeah, they, well, they, it's like a little wire. They're like, all right, crawl under here. All right, we're in.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you never would have gone there far if they didn't have all those cool gadgets and they weren't able to mask themselves. See, how well, I like that they spent time on that.
2: Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. The, uh, you know, <laughs> taking the uh, the pills. I forgot what they were. The ammonia pills oh, to right, bring down yeah. the body heat. And then, and then they have the suits and uh, and all that. That stuff's cool. The whole fingerprint on the musk bottle, using that to get into yeah. certain areas. That's, that's cool. But, like, at the end of the day, when they first sneak in, it's like like a little like three wire fence across and they <laughs> literally just crawl right under like, like still
1: we're here <laughs> and then they get in there and of course they they go into places that they're not supposed to but so we're supposed to just under, like understand that they found a bunch of aliens and let them escape that's the problem
0: that's what it, they set it off when they did that thing with the rock the rock happened because they kept tempting that one that that, oil, that that uh that that substance that was behind that glass. Yeah. That's what I took it as. That's why it was there. They probably knew not to fuck with it. We're gonna keep it there. But they kept putting their hands closer to it and almost like it was rising more and more, like it was getting angry. So something happened and when that happened and when the rock flew out of the other um, you know, glass container, that's when hell breaks loose. So I think there was a reason why at Area fifty one they were keeping the they were keeping these things at bay. And, and, you know, studying, doing whatever they do. I like the reveal of the um, – that it's really suits, by the way. The greys that that have become to know are actually spacesuits. I like that that whole thing. But I think they were just trying to keep everything at bay. And because they went in there and set it off and they angered whatever and they – it's, it's,
2: it's Reed that set it off it's all read and i'm 100% convinced and that's what i didn't like is they didn't bring it back to what happened 3 months ago and i believe whatever event happened 3 months ago was the initial plan of these aliens to break free
0: oh i see what you're saying you're saying that he was touched yes he, the he's first being time.
2: yeah he's like, being used as a uh, he was a, he, a, pro- a proxy or whatever he the said term that. would be
0: but he said that he I feel like I've been drawn here the whole time, which is all we need to know is I guess is the audience. Maybe okay. that's why they didn't show it. So true. Like I've been that drawn works. here ever since then. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So they they got a taste of him, so to speak, and they said, Well, you know, this <laughs> it's, it's, is the first human we've we've, we've actually, you know, touched. <gasps> so <laughs> <laughs> little colon mayhem in the ship. The yeah. And they said, We got a taste of him. Let's use him to, you know, help us break free. And, and what, I guess it's simple, but that's what it is.
2: I didn't know The Rock was in this. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was good. The Rock was in this. I don't all know. Right. It's, it's a simple found footage. Yes, that's just the style of film. It is, and all the thinking that you wanted them to do for the stuff you were talking about earlier, B, they decided to use all their good thinking on. The shit you were talking about with the ammonia pills and this and this. Yes, and I it's like called...
2: I do like that stuff, and I'm thinking every little thing. Like I'm I'm looking because like I'm always thinking there's there's twists coming, and uh, and there was never a twist that really came. No, it's, like, it I was wasn't straightforward. Yeah, it was very straightforward. And and in the third act, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but there's about a 15 minute, maybe a 10 minute period of the film where the only line of dialogue spoken and it's spoken every three seconds. Is oh my god.
0: <laughs> That's realistic though. That would happen. It if, is realistic, but
2: but it actually became laughable to the point yeah. where I was laughing out loud. I was like, I can't believe that. Like, if the next line is oh my god, I'm gonna die laughing. And sure enough, oh my god.
0: O M. Would you be happy if they said O M F G instead?
2: R O T F L.
0: Oh shit.
2: No, but even like when it comes down to it, and you know, it, I do love when they make it to like that that area that they didn't even know about like the cave with the toys and stuff yeah oh, i love that yeah, that, that was kind of cool it was creepy i mean i i cracked the joke immediately i was watching this with my dad i'm like oh they're doing a toy drive,
1: <laughs> you know <laughs>
2: but uh it should have kept it was... that one
1: to your dad
0: <laughs> Woo, Just... son.
2: Skunk
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but now that that was cool and then of course like uh her getting you
0: know, pulled away, that scene. I love that.
2: That's that, that was laughable to me.
0: Laughable. It's scary to me. I okay. added
2: I added a sound effect there. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> like she literally just floats away.
0: Oh, I think it's badass. I mean I yeah, it's Wee it <laughs> But to me it's scary. There it's a there's tension in this film. There's tension when they go to the the, uh, the guy's place and there's tension in the third act with the sneaking around. Again, it's me and found footage. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm the, the the protagonist behind the camera and I'm there with them and it always spooks me out and, and it worked once again on me. So I guess, it, but when it's all white and I don't know, that's like scary because something like that could happen. The idea of aliens doing shit like that is always a scary thought. So too many things that work on me if it's or you all just... white, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, <there> you go. <laughs> but I like when she gets sucked away, and I, I like later on when they're flipping.
2: I like when she gets sucked <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It seems it's like okay. I'm going to come in the highest here. It seems like I'm going to come in the high. Not, not crazy high, but for me, it's seven and a half. Do
2: you, do you think the old guy, quick question, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a good rating. Do you think uh, the old guy who's like who they try to interview who's like, you think I want to be here? They make, me, they make me do this. Do you think he's just nuts? Or do you yes. think he... Okay. I me too. Me too. typical
0: loony of Arya. Okay. No, because
2: yeah. they have that end credit scene with him going and picking up the camera. And it makes it implied like well. he works for the aliens and just picking up cameras that fall out of spaceships. Uh, <laughs>
0: <And> <laughs> I, I think, think the reason for that is to say why this is found footage. How this yeah. footage is found.
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's how I
2: took it. And I, I'm just glad to have that conferred Confirmed. What did you Wait, give
1: it? Uh, so you give it seven and a half, Dave. How about yep, you? i yep. I'll tell
2: you what you talked me up. I was definitely below average on this, but you know what? You, you talked me up a little bit. It's it's not terrible. You 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 bring the the uh, the realism of of the found footage genre to to the review, and and you know what? I'm I'm gonna come up. I'm gonna come up to a five and a half.
1: Okay. And, and I'm at a six. Okay,
2: I'm gonna I, yeah. I mean, I gotta be honest. I was going I was going like four and a half, but you know oh. what? like you know you're passionate about it and you kind of you pointed out the good things and and stuff Absolutely. like that. Yep. I just would have loved like a, a final twist where it was revealed that Reed was never Reed from that point on that he was one of the aliens, like, and he took off a Ooh. Reed suit <laughs> 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 right, leave out leave, leave out the Reed suit part, but if he was like actually an alien and but yeah, it just, was it just seems so—it seems so goofy when they're getting sucked up out of the car. I'm like laughing, like it's—it's
0: it's oh, a cool. Wow, I liked it. Wow.
2: It's a cool effect, I guess, but I don't know. It's just like kind of comical. Well,
0: well I guess bit different. This time it really took me in. Something happened watching it. Like I said, last time I was a six, and this time watching it, I was like, oh wow, everything just—everything, all the all the right notes were hit. They played the right tune, as Harry would say. <laughs>
2: They went with the typical white room uh, with the sticky floor. When he like wakes up and it's like sticky, I'm like, oh, you better stop. You're gonna go blind. And it's like, it's like, well, like why did they? Why did they have to do that all the time?
1: Like this, this is with it them. with all three of the movies that Keith chose. They're all kind of generic, exactly what you expect. What? Even extraterrestrial. That's, I gave that's it a, a
2: great ending. though. I gave it
1: a six point two five because of that exploding head. I thought it was good. Like it was okay. And the girl with the uh, it stains the sands uh, stains the sands reds in it. Oh, uh, yes, you know. Yeah, oh, wow. okay. I've seen her in a lot of things.
2: Film. Isn't that the ending of the film where the government's covering it up and they're playing yeah, Spirit, uh, Spirit in the Sky?
1: In the Sky? Yeah. Well yeah.
2: I, lo- I, lo- I think that that, that final... Uh, that one shot. That, that shot is
1: great. Is yeah, it's I the one it. long the shot reveal. that comes out. Yeah. The cover-up is cool. Yeah, just the cover-up
2: raises that up. I can give that much higher than uh, 6.25. Dude,
0: oh yeah, I gave it like... A, it was in my top 10 that year. Maybe Either way, I was high on it. And... B, I agree with you on that. It's funny, though, C, because I watched that movie Extraterrestrial with my, uh, my buddy and my brother, and my brother had the exact same response to Extraterrestrial. He goes, oh, so now what's going to be next? An anal probe? Oh, so now what's going to be... He said yeah. it was very... It was too stereotypical <laughs> for um, that type of thing. But I loved it because it was, for once, a movie, aliens came down with evil intentions and did things. You know what I mean? Usually, yeah. you don't see that. It's done a different way, but that... You know, that's a whole other moment. We we'll don't have to get into that conversation, but my brother had the same take you did, so I understand what you're saying. Well, I mm-hmm.
1: wish you guys saw unaware, aware, because that was the most generic out of the bunch. Again, it's literally two people talking on the camcorder mm-hmm. uh, as it builds. It's found footage generic to the nth degree, but I guess some people do like this. I thought, again, I'll give it credit for this, and I'm only talking about it because I watched it, so I feel like I'll give an extra thing for Keith. They... The girl and the guy are decent actors, so that actually elevates it. But all yeah. it is is them—we're going on a weekend. I'm going to bring this camcorder, and we're going to film it. And that's exactly what it is, and it's boring dialogue for the whole thing. Just boring. Mm. It's just dialogue, and then at the end, at the end, they—you uh, know—they uncover some alien shit in the in Grandpa's shed. And, alien shit. And then there's <laughs> just some alien stuff that happens. Wait, and,
2: I, and then the final line is I was unaware grandpa had a shed. <laughs> and, the black.
1: <laughs> and there's two <laughs> men in black, there's men in black in it. It was just it was a very dull movie. In my opinion. In it? Nice.
0: Pretty no, much I'll tell
1: you what. Check Thank it out you. on YouTube for free.
0: I think it's great that, that Keith gave us three movies of the same type of subgenre to choose from. I wish more people would do that. That's clever. No, no. I
2: like that. And I, yeah. I thanks, I Keith. That, yeah. no, Thank I just, you, it, Keith. Thank yeah. you, Keith. Uh, I want to start my own genre of film called Unfound Footage, where you turn on a movie and there's nothing, just credits. <laughs> <laughs> just literally credits.
0: Nice. <laughs> Perfect. And on that note, I think we should take a break because we're halfway through. All
2: right, so. let's take a uh, a quick break.
0: Yeah, we'll do a flip, flipperoonie. See you in okay. a second. Okay. Boop. boop. <laughs>
4: I want to put my request make me as Freddy Krueger can you do that maybe instead of the voices what if we tried to like write a skit develop a whole thing and we have a backstory and but well I don't know that might be kind of too long so well,
2: like screeching cars and explosions and fireworks
4: and yeah and yeah well what about I ins- like it maybe instead of you know doing a filter we could just like reach out to Robert Englund himself and maybe Ooh he can you know just record a promo for us sometime do you think i, I mean I, we might have to like raise some money we can do a kickstarter and we could just throw it out to like robert england and you know sure, just sure. just all kinds of actors and and i think people will do that i think sure why not well you know i don't know maybe we're overthinking this whole thing how about if we just tell people where to find us i like that you can find us at who will survive on iTunes, Stitcher, on the Legion Podcast Network, and on the Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network. Also on Facebook and Instagram under the same name.
2: Oh, wait. Can we do it underwater Uh, with piranhas
4: killing me? That would kind of be brutal. And if that doesn't work, then you can do the regular promo. All right. Well, just get in the water, and I'll go get some fish. All right, cool.
0: And we're back. Let's do this. We got a, we got two more trips. We got one more feature. And hopefully I have time to do those two quick things. And if not, well, we'll have to name the patrons on the next show. I don't know. But we love you all anyway. So, boom. Let's go. Triple R.
2: All right. Next movie up is 2008's Pontypool. Yes,
0: that is correct. You heard me correct.
1: Pontypool. It's
2: a <laughs> pool for ponty's. Ponty pool.
1: more more peas please wow that was good that was good B. wow
2: directed by Bruce McDonald the radio host interprets the possible outbreak of a deadly virus which infects the small Ontario town he is stationed in now Christian when you watch this did you think you were watching a news report
1: yes absolutely (laughs) like it's so close to home (laughs) I will tell you this this view just solidified how great this movie actually is this
2: this movie is very (laughs) intelligent I feel like it's a above my intelligence level oh
3: definitely
0: that's my my issue with it that's my complaint because it always goes over my head in the third act and it's not the film's fault it's my fault so uh, there's nothing it's not a it's not a complaint it's it's I, i don't know what to say it's an observation but i always get a little bit too this is like the fourth time i've seen this movie and i've always enjoyed it but i always get a little bit too confused in it because it goes over my head in the third act Am I alone there?
1: No, 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 no. 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 I, th- I, yeah. See, Brandon, I are both. No, no, no. Okay, good. And I, and that's. I think because of the premise and the whole reveal, you're either going to be on board for that reveal, or that's where it's going to lose you. But the the claustrophobic tense beginning and setup, and, and my love now of everything that it has to do with like radio. And, and I think just the fact that it takes place in that radio station and whatever it's, it, that's what sells the movie that even if I'm not a hundred percent on how they sell, what's causing everything, I'm, it still doesn't lose me. And I still love the movie for it, but it yeah. keeps it from being a 10 out of 10 for me. And it's just a little bit below. Yeah. A little bit below, but, Damn, do I love this movie! And
2: Stephen McHattie's performance, man! Oh. What a perfect casting job! Because, yes. man, what a voice! I want her yes. to come just read stories for me while I go to bed.
1: And Snowden <laughs> girl, like this was just like one of her first roles. I don't even know who, who are you talking about. Isn't the girl from Snowden the girl that bangs her head against the, the glass like oh, constantly? Oh, I don't
0: know that girl, the the brunette. I like you know who she reminded me of. She reminded me of Anna Faris when she was in May.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about, she yeah. kind of does seem like a, like she looks like a serious Ferris.
0: <laughs> yeah, I th- she, I'm pretty she, sure uh, she's the girl that's from Snowden. I never saw it, so I don't know. Are you talking about Snowden like that guy that did something wrong, or I don't know, some political guy, or <laughs> Snowden like you're snowed into a house?
1: No, the guy that did something wrong. <laughs> I don't think it's her. <laughs> no, you
0: don't think it is. <laughs> oh, I, I, let me mention that Matt. That Matt Cockrell is the person that um, brought this to the table. I, Thanks, I Matt. I mean, Thank you, Thanks, Matt. I'm in control. Thank you, Matt. He gave us this choice or Satan's Little Helper. Again, we love having the choice. but uh, it's, we'll not, it's, not <laughs> it's not no, her.
2: No, it's not. I just looked her up. No that's whatever. I is. like
0: her. What can I say? <laughs>
2: yeah, Laurel, Laurel Ann.
0: Lonnie oh, Lamb? What'd you say? Laurel Ann. <laughs> Lonnie. Lonnie, get your ass away from me. Okay. Um, <laughs> this plays Grant out and... like
2: a War of the Worlds on the radio. I read yes. somebody somebody talk about it in that sense, and I was just like, that's perfect
0: this was a radio presentation before it, it was here yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah which is pretty interesting it makes damn, sense damn damn good stuff great concept conceptually fantastic way to deal with zombies because it becomes a zombie film but it's so much more than that it's more like a psychological horror it's it, it, it's different because you're talking about words and and um, a virus and an infection going on and I don't know it, the way it unfolds. I'm much more into the first two acts than the third. And that's my problem. I still rate the movie. I still think it's a great film. But I,
2: I love I love the third act. I love the way it ends. It's such it's such a downer ending yeah, even even though Grant Grant was onto it. Grant figured it out.
0: I just don't get that aspect. And that, that's all I can say is that I got maybe the next time I watch it, it it'll click. I just I have a little Difficulty. That's all. But I enjoy the ride.
1: How tense is it just from those scenes of, I I, don't, I can't remember his name, but the Arnie and the sky guy okay. and, what, oh. he, and <laughs> what he's dealing with and everything. It's so well done because we're yeah. just seeing it from their POV and you're just, you're in that moment. It, it, it's great. And Dave, I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm definitely more on board with the first two acts than on board with the first two acts than the third, but I still like the third. But I'm saying oh, I, still it, like it I, I, I still like it too. I still like it. I just it's a hard it's a hard sell. I think they do exactly what they need to do, and it doesn't lose me completely. But it, it's a tough sell. I enjoy it more each time I see it. So maybe you'll enjoy it more the next time as well.
2: But the whole idea that the infection is in the in the English language is just. Just brilliant. And the scenes where they start talking in French and and they think the uh, the doctor who makes his way to the radio station is sick because he's speaking in our I think he's speaking Armenian. And uh, it, it's just it's so clever. And so I, I could never come up with a concept like this for for an infected film.
1: Neither no, neither can I that which which makes it so unique and why it's a standout. The doctor was, I watch my word in here because I'm not saying he was a bad actor, but he was my least favorite actor in this movie.
2: See, you're right about the the, you know, Ken Loney's part. You know, he's the the eye in the sky, even though, you know, you realize that he's just a guy in a car. he There's no chopper. They just use sound effects. yeah, but his his um his dialogue in terms of what he's witnessing. You know, the buildings, you know, the sides of buildings falling over and, and riots and this and that and, and uh, roadblocks. And he's in the silo and he's he's with someone's son who he recognizes, but he's just whispering the same word over and over and, and this and that. You're like you're not sure it, what the hell's going on, if it's real or not, if it's a hoax. And I feel like that's why you guys probably or most people who dislike the third act the most probably do because it's revealed that what is going on is re- what's going on is real
1: yeah well, that's not why i just dis- I, I i'm disappointed with it at all uh, really no but i, I like the like fact I, that it's real like
2: yeah yeah because i i mean i love the fact that and there's even some humor in here that scene where grant reads the obits
1: <laughs>
2: oh my god that yeah that's such, good that's a great scene Yes, it is. Well, they
1: do they do some great like just from his introduction of going into there and uh, you could tell that he was like some you know, he like it was a big shot radio guy. And I guess like that. Now, like. And so they've 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 got this backstory of they shoving it down your throat like Brandon likes. And the, the argument like sort of like the, the rivalry, the respect yet rivalry between the producer and him. Yes. And then the young the young girl, like you don't think that that's what's going to happen because you feel like she's enamored by him, like from a prof- professional standpoint. And you, and you feel like maybe something will will grow, but be- like between them and, and they're going to be like a team or something like that. The producer is going to be something's going to happen to the producer. And that's not what happens at all. True. Right. Yeah. And, and just the the close nature, like the fact that it's taking place in, for the most part, that one location. I yes, love it.
2: It's it's what we call contained horror. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Thank Red you, Tom. sir. Thanks, JP. That's why I said it. JP, JP was upset that he feels like we haven't given him a shout-out in a while. So We
0: well, always shout-out JP. He comes up kind of matter- Yeah, he's on
1: almost too much, and we're going to edit some of them out, actually. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not fucking 22 shots here. Yeah, yeah, what is this? We already talked about moods. Let's just say Jeremy yeah. once. Now we've talked about them all. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> We love them. Yes, I love all that stuff. The funny part to me is when that guy, when the doctor comes in and he says, my God, that was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great. I don't know if it's supposed to be playing, but to me it was.
2: No, there's definitely some comedy in there. I think the most confusing part for me is when the doctor is explaining everything. And I want to go back and watch that scene because he's like, you know, because Laurel Land starts cracking up and she's doing the tea kettle noise. And it's like, okay, she hasn't found, like, somebody to link up with yet. And, and then he goes into the whole spiel and it's like, that's where it kind of loses me. Beyond the simple infection of of the English language, I'm I'm like... Like, wait, wait. They have to pair up? And that's where the obit section is is uh, is uh kind of funny because it's it's always like pairs. It's always like murder-suicides.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, wasn't it his clinic that this sort of all yes. started? Yeah. It was his yeah. clinic. Yeah, okay. Correct. So
0: how, how you think he's the last guy that would make it out, but he made it out. It was yeah. weird. You know? I, that That's not really explained. Here's why I get confused. The whole... Kill is kiss and all that stuff towards the end. That's where it goes over my head. That I like that. That's,
2: that's where it's revealed that once you become fixated on a word and that word's going to drive you mad and drive you to, to kill, if you can convince somebody that that word means something else, then you can confuse the disease and, and actually confuse the disease out of the person. Hmm. And so he actually convinces, um, what's her name, Sydney. Didn't he? Yeah. Uh, that was kiss,
0: or that, that
2: that the word kill meant kiss, and, and so she 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 stopped fixating on it because she didn't know what it meant, which makes it even more clever for the very last scene of the film because he then right. goes on he then goes on the air and does a whole spiel about it him and her doing that back and forth with with um the connections between words you know he'll say a word and she'll say a, the opposite word and and they're just trying to confuse the shit out of it and cure it and you know the the military is on the air, it's on the air trying to shut them down because they think that Grant's crazy. They think he's infected when he's yeah. actually he's right. actually got a, he's actually got a handle on what's going on and he's trying yeah. to just to to stop it and reverse it. And it's it's real and his whole speech and the fact that you know we're we just gonna allow this Muse Act to play for while there's a genocide going on and I just <laughs> man I just I I loved it I really did.
0: It's great stuff. Like I said, I still get a little kid even when you when you were explaining there I still. It's, I still have a little trouble grasping it. Uh, I don't know, it's just
2: no, I No, I do too. And you yeah. know what? I've seen this movie two or three times total, and me too. I, I think it's one of those that that you just got to watch multiple times, and again, another one that would benefit from a full feature in-depth review. Right. Almost yeah, like a, almost like a scene by scene, because even I'm even confused from the opening.
0: The opening what? is creepy as fuck. If now, if you think about it, when she, when that girl when she's echoing him, yeah, yeah. See, at first I didn't think about it till you just said that. Now it's almost like I disregarded it the first time because a lot of times I see the the opening scene in the movie and don't think about it by an hour and I forgot all about it because it seemed maybe insignificant. But now it's like that's almost how it started because she was echoing what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. It's the one but at the they, window
1: of of
0: the yes of the, yeah. that girl.
2: And then she just retreats into the storm. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, it's cool.
0: It's weird because if they, if they all got together at the doctor's clinic, why was she alone by herself there? How did she get infected? Strange, isn't it?
2: I think the origins of the in, of the infection are like obviously unexplained and probably not even significant enough, so it doesn't even matter. I don't know, right, but
0: something up. something drew them all at the same time to the clinic though. Yes which is weird. It's not really explained. It's just, uh, there's something going on here. There's, there's an emergency, there's a crisis happening at this outside this doctor's clinic. And they were all there. And that's not explained why. Uh, See, there you go. Back to explanation that you were talking about, Brandon, about area 51, I think, or I would have liked some explanation in this type of film uh, as to why they, they all converged outside that that place.
1: But I think because of the way this story's told the point of view, again, I, I, I I agree. I mean, it doesn't. Obviously, you wanted that. I was okay with it not being part of it because again, they're trying to figure out. They're confused. We're right there with them. They're trying to. They're like, "What the fuck's happening at this clinic? What's going on? What's happening?" And and, and so we're right there, like we're we're sitting there with them, and that's what I love about it. And great editing, just great camera work with within there because single location contained horrors, as Brandon mentioned. Uh, it, you you know you gotta be careful Because you can get boring If you don't know what yeah. you're doing And this one does not get boring
2: And the fact that no. the military's involved Makes you think that maybe it's an experiment gone wrong Sort of like uh, Like the mist almost So well, and- well, The
0: OPP was useless as usual you know, question about that. You know what, OPP? You yeah, know. you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Those fuckers. And then that end, that
2: ending. I love that ending. You know, you're hearing all these horrifying news stories from around the area, and everybody's just reiterating that it's not connected to to what happened in Pontypool. And then, of course, the last, the very last story, the newscaster is saying Pontypool over and over. So it, it's it, you realize now that Pontypool is one of the words that's infected. Right. And yeah. so, so it continues, and it's really downbeat and d- disturbing, and I'm like, and they killed the one guy who actually under- kind of understood what was going on.
1: Well, yeah. Even the opening with the, um, the sound waves. Yeah, it's uh, cool. That's what the uh, whole yeah. thing was. Yeah, at it's one great. Time.
0: It's been presented that way. They were gonna present it that way, or something. I forgot. I talked about this on ABC's A Hidden Horror. We talked about it there as well, and we, you know, we probably talked longer about it. And at the time, I, I educated myself about the, the presentation of it, but, but I already forgot. So, a lot, a lot of good that was. <laughs> but if you want to go back and listen to that, check it out. You hear more about it there. So, follow up, and more of the conversation takes place there. What about Pra, 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 Pra? Remember that part? That was great. <laughs> Brandon, would you be
1: surprised to find out that this was the uh, same director that did Hellions that you loved so much from a couple years ago?
0: What? Yeah. Meow, 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 meow. That's Hellions. Meow, 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 meow. meow. Remember that? What
2: is he talking about, Christian?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Hellion.
2: Hellion's (laughs) the movie with the the girl in the
1: basement. Yeah. Dave, what? Is okay. that from the
2: movie?
0: What go you back saying? and listen go back and listen to our third episode, I believe, which is the best of two thousand fifteen. Yeah. And um I talk about the song that was in that movie because I was watching it on one point five Kids. Oh it like yes, up yes. it, it like cats. So anytime I think of Hellions, I go back to that. Right.
2: I thought you were infected first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Judy infected me. She came in here and
0: I'm talking like
1: a cat. So, yeah. Guys, guess what? Now, I don't know. There's no date attached to it, but it's in production. Pontypool changes. And it's connected. Uh, Bruce McDonald to direct. And I believe same writers as the first one. Nice. So a uh, possible sequel. Cool.
0: Well, we should rate this one. I want to see how high you guys are. I'm eight out of ten. That's as high as I can go. I really enjoyed it. It's a great film, but I
2: explained
1: my confusion.
0: But eight out of ten.
2: I'm been. not much higher. I'm eight and a half out of ten. I, you know, I feel like I could go higher, but you know, I'd be lying if I said I understood exactly what's going on. But the fact that I enjoy watching it each and every time and trying to pick up new things. And you know, we didn't really touch on it, but the scene with Laurel and the the one little scene of of violence in here where Laurel and is. Bashing our head in and he's like chewing on her lips and it's pretty it's pretty nasty.
1: And I'm I'm right with you guys too. I'm I'm eight i out of ten as well. So it's a great oh, it's great. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I said, you it, were
2: coming in the highest. Well, so <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I thought
0: he was coming in like a nine and a half.
1: Afterwards. Yeah,
2: me too. Because he said like he was right there near ten. Right. No, I
1: said I I said it, it, like it could be perfect, but I mean that explanation still, although I can buy it and I'm on board. I'm, I'm like Dave. I'm like it's still. It's still not a hundred percent. It still yeah. is a little tough to get through, but I'm there. And but I think it's the first more than two thirds of the movie that are just so solid that you're just like I'm. I'm okay with how it plays out. Okay, well let's move on. We got another one. We got our final triple R, and this Dave <laughs> Parker,
0: Mr. Parker, who stars in the movie, and we got a screener for it, and it's called The Bad Man.
2: The Bad Man. Written and directed by Scott Shermer, Mary and PJ are kidnapped and tortured by a sadistic clown bent on transforming them into a doll and a dog. Servile sex slaves that will be sold to the highest bidders.
0: Doll and a dog. Doll and a dog. Well, I'll tell you something. I didn't know how many movies... Uh, Mr. Parker. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not he, yeah,
2: he's done a lot and he's on YouTube and he I does know. these weekly stuff. Now he's he's a talented guy and,
0: and man. Usually
2: yeah. uh, usually he's naked in all these movies too.
0: <laughs> so I've heard because I remember Mood said something when we were guest starred on the 2015 best of on their show that year that he was in headless and he said that he was naked as usual and at the time i didn't remember who he was talking i didn't know who he was talking about because i didn't know dave back then so now i know so when dave suggested this because he wanted us to watch a uh, colobos and we couldn't get to it so we're gonna watch it for him in another couple months when it gets dropped and we'll review it then but he sent this he goes yeah i was in this movie and he sent me the screener and i said okay we're gonna do the movie i go if your performance sucks, we're gonna say something. because so, <laughs> but I didn't know. I just thought he was an asshole like you and I starring in a movie. Yeah, I
2: just thought he was an asshole like <laughs> you. You
0: know what I'm saying? Just a regular. So ass, maybe. No, kidding. <laughs> I <get> it, <laughs> yeah. No, but the thing is I didn't know. You know, I, I thought it was just like a guy like me who did a movie, and here you go. So I didn't know. So I was like, wow, but I had no idea that he had this other you know, that he was
1: made. So he's the guy at the door when she thinks it's the cops?
2: No, he's Charlie. He's the henchman, the guy in the gas mask.
1: Oh, the henchman. I thought I, – I was thinking it was the guy that – when they open the door and that guy's there with the other guy.
2: Oh, now, no, he's, he's not the guy behind yeah. the Yeah. He's the henchman. He has no dialogue, but it's a, he's an interesting character to it, especially sure. since he's the one that has the ultimate, like, switcheroony where he becomes good at the end. switcheroony. <laughs> <laughs> Manicarino.
1: <laughs> I got to yes. tell you, I blew right – I blew – Ghostland or Incident in a Ghostland last I thought, year. I
2: thought you were going to say I blew Dave Parker.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> when I saw his cocking headless,
1: <laughs> I just had to have a taste. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I blew Incident in Ghostland. The reason I bring that up is because that movie has a lot of what the, the doll motif and a lot of brutality and whatnot, and yet there's some sort of it's hard to say beauty, but there's a beauty beauty to that film as well. This movie starts well, and there's nothing wrong with the performances for the most part. The performances yeah. are good, but I just wasn't on board. It's not my cup of tea. It's a really hard movie to watch. It's just, it's just torture.
2: Well, that, I mean, that's what oh, it is. I know, have,
1: but I don't like a, it.
2: <laughs> we have a sadistic clown here who's sexually humili- humiliating and degrading these people and trying to transform them and break their will and their spirit and he succeeds in some parts and they throw in a little bit of comedy the part where he's cha- where he changes uh I'll will call her Mary just so I don't start referring to her as doll where he changes her panties and he blows that kazoo and and he's like panties cuz he found like a clean pair
1: Huh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I
2: remember that. You guys, I remember that, that because I
1: I was not a fan because it's like little panties that I thought they held on that shot too long. I actually remember what you're talking about. You, you know like, what? I, away. I'm away.
2: To this because <laughs> people are always criticizing me for not liking low budget films, and I, I don't know what the budget was on this film, but you know, look, they didn't have millions of dollars. There's no doubt about that. But you know, people say, oh, he doesn't like low budget films, and that's not true. I don't like low quality films, and oh. while this isn't a perfect film. I feel like the quality and what they were going for is on point compared to, especially for having such a low budget.
1: Oh no! I, and I agree with you. It's just but not for me. It's just a, a movie that's not for me. So it's hard for me to like, I, I could talk about it, but it's not something that i enjoyed i didn't enjoy watching this movie i don't enjoy seeing a guy uh, act like a dog and have to have his head put into eat dog food and whatever and then blow uh our our uh, our, our, <laughs> yeah. our, our mr parker <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: he didn't show his dick, but he got it blown. Yeah, it, it was implied.
2: Uh, impli- uh, it was implied. Making
1: was them rape one another, uh, hearing everything about it—I mean, I it just—it was just not for me. So, I, it, like, there are going to be people that are, are going to enjoy it, and I and I agree with you. For their budget, the movie looks, for the most part, really good because they do some camera moves, it has a good location, the acting's kind of good, the beginning's good. There's some nice movements there. It builds the creepiness, and then once. It builds that creepiness. It's it's boom. It's right. In, it's there for like another hour of the same old thing, over and over and over. Scene after scene after scene. I do admit that the the shots of the main actress talking to the camera again. It's not her fault. She she's still okay. She's a good actress. Oh, Maybe yeah, the yeah. dialogue was off a bit. Maybe it was. It looked too video. So I do have a problem with what looks like shot on video. I in do have idol? a problem with that. Why? Let me
0: interrupt. Let me interrupt. When they showed her with her hair done up, doing the television show. That's kind of how those shows look, those I Survived shows. And I like that whole idea that she's on one of those I yeah, Survived I, I I didn't I mind it. Did You ever I see those mind. shows before? They're no. kind of like that.
1: Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I guess you're right. Location. You're yeah. right, I, and they would be on video then, so they're, my yeah. argument goes straight right out the window there.
2: <laughs> I, like the, oh, you I like the music, I like the set design. I like the I house.
0: Like, I like most of it. I think it could have been trimmed a little bit in the middle. Yes. I like where it goes in the end. Yeah, that's my complaint. I think you could have trimmed uh, 10 minutes out of it, but I like the first dance and the setup, and I like where it goes once they get to the auction stuff. That was kind of an interesting thing they threw in at the end that I didn't expect it to go. I'm glad it did because the other stuff wore a little bit thin.
1: You know, that's where it got better again, when it yeah, went to the auction. The auction
2: is where it really steps up, I think. Yeah.
0: That's what I told you last night. Remember I said... Yeah things happen stick with it because it goes first 20
1: minutes and last 20 minutes yep are quite good the yes. the problem is this movie's an hour and, four, and 40 plus minutes with credit and then credits on top and i yeah. hate when people say oh i So here, I'm going to do the exact same thing. I hate when people say, I hate when people say the movie's too long. It's too long for its own good. You should trim 10 minutes. Okay, well, I'll explain why. It's the same old thing, or it feels like the same old thing for an hour. So if maybe... It's a
2: lot of Lawrence, who's the clown. (laughs) It's a lot of Lawrence having a lot of one-on-one. He's very good, but it it seems like some of the dialogue he's having gets repetitive. I do like the scenes where he's doing the training and stuff and and the... uh, and, and the you know the the breaking down of of Mary and PJ and it's and it's brutal and I'm glad they don't get too disgusting with it, right? Because it's it's not usually like the stuff I like to see the the needle and the penis. Oh and, my and, god! And you know now it's now it's your turn ah. to be a giver and, and who was the stunt
1: penis? Mr. Parker was that your penis? The stunt penis? <laughs> yeah. I didn't, compa- penis I didn't compare penises in between movies, <laughs> so I wasn't sure of the girth and stuff. He's got to
0: show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, 10 minutes, I think. Okay, it's like you don't like Human Centipede much, Christian. Oh,
1: God, right? no.
0: no. Well, there you go. See, I like the Human Centipede, but I don't like straight torture films either. So I like something that's in the middle, and, and this was in the middle for me. I was entertained enough. It ran a little long in the, in, in the second act. I agree with that. And, you know, I, I think we all seem to be on the same page for the most part. I just think that maybe C, it's definitely not your type of film. Like as far as that stuff
1: goes. Well, it wants to be. In a, it's almost plays out like an endurance test, and I didn't want to take the test.
0: I think they tried to develop
2: sure. the, the a love uh, relationship between Lawrence and Mary too much. There was never any breaking of Mary, as far as I was concerned. She was catatonic at times because of the drugs. PJ is completely broken throughout the film. Oh yeah. And, and the ending of it is just kind of like. It's it's heartbreaking and kind of like really shockingly disturbing because he's broken, especially when he attacks uh, Lawrence at the end when they're right before they kill him. Like he attacks him as a dog. But Mary, Mary never really breaks. Mary is is the strong, resolute one. And and Lawrence trying to, you know, buy her love, you know, because he buys her at the end. And and this whole thing, it just it, it got it just didn't it didn't work for me on that level. Like he was too obsessed with her. For, for somebody who never really broke at all and gave any indication that she was subservient to him.
0: He just fell for her. He was just enamored with her. It just ended up happening. You know, it happens sometimes. I
2: would have liked less of the dialogue from Lawrence in the middle and maybe a little yep. bit more backstory on how um, Charlie, our henchman, became maybe yeah. a little bit more on, on the whole organization.
1: Yes, like and yeah. Yeah. 2 style. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean,
2: the mantis, I mean...
1: Well, that that's you're hell. right. You're, you've got you're onto something there because that's exactly it. Like obviously like he it. had the game plan because when she stumbles across the blueprints, so to speak, for uh, right. yeah. doll and dog or whatever. And good and, boy and pretty yeah. lady. Yeah, good boy what, and pretty lady. <laughs> I,
2: I
0: took the notes. I had I had to, I took a picture of the um of the notes because and he mentioned it later on when he had the uh what do you call it when he had the auction. But I took a picture and it says bust colon, cup size, sleeve length, weight, seat slash hips, inseam shoe size. Then, this is the funny part, receptive intercourse specs, and they're all on check at this point, but vaginal, oral, anal. <laughs> and then it says <laughs> orgasmic potential, one, two, or three, gag reflex score, one through six, vaginal depth, one through six. There's all this stuff that they, they would fill out. It's so funny.
1: <laughs> That's actually, that might bring my markup. I
0: think, it's quite, I think it's quite
2: disturbing and done really well. No, it is.
1: It is disturbing, but it's just not my cup of tea. Like I, I don't like. Oh. I don't know how to say it. Like if I don't want to watch something, if I I have I was no, not like ah oh, fuck. Like, man, come on. And then it was just it kept going on. I'm like oh please. So while you watched you... a movie. I I I actually wrote the mark down if I wasn't reviewing the film. At the 45, by the 45 minute mark, I would have turned it off just because it wasn't my cup of tea. Would you have felt
2: better if there was a safe word involved?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Anal.
0: (laughs) It's the kind of movie that most horror fans aren't going to watch numerous times. Some people that are really into that will. But I definitely think it's, I enjoyed my time with it. And I'll say one more thing that I liked. They didn't go typical. They didn't go the Tusk route. In the end, and I thought they were gonna do that with the t- what route? I'm sorry. Tusk, remember how things happened? Yes,
2: yes. I okay. thought
0: they were gonna do that. Me too. It wasn't a typical thing to do, Me and too. they did at first, and then they swerved it, and then they still had a, a breakdown at the end.
2: Yeah, but no, they it, went, they it, went for they went for depth and emotion, and I think that's why they avoided for the most part. Like, if you're if seeing a penis grosses you out, like. I sorry about that, you know, but you know, it, for the most part, they avoided. Oh, you, you know, They avoided. <laughs> I don't know why I apologize, but they avoided g- getting really nasty and disgusting because they could have. Yes, they could. They could have gone like it could have gone salo type stuff if anyone's ever seen salo. Like, yeah, really, is- dep- really depraved. But it's a Absolutely. depraved story. But with some like heart and 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 the story never shifts focus from Mary trying to to save PJ. And I love how it's, you know, the female empowerment. Mary's the strong one. PJ's broken. Granted, being a doll is a lot easier than being a dog.
1: <laughs> to yeah. to just add on to what I said earlier, had I turned it off, I would have missed the end part, which I do think Brought the movie back up, you so also
2: talk less during this review, which yeah. would have been great for the listeners. Perfect. Hey. I
1: deserve that. I deserve I love, that. I love it. Brandon's that. back, everybody.
2: <laughs> He's back. Yeah. I love this
1: guy. <laughs> I preferred the Patreon bonus when he wasn't with us.
2: <laughs> that was great. I was waiting I, when I watched that. I was waiting to see how long it was before I get mentioned that I'm off the show. About twelve seconds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was great. No, but uh, you know what. Mr. Parker, yeah, Dave, he's a, he's a talented guy. He does a lot of stuff. He does a lot of like uh mini reviews and uh yep. movie updates. You you see his stuff on Facebook now. Does he post that to his YouTube channel
0: also? Yeah, he well, he has his regular YouTube channel and he's very busy with it. And yeah. And yeah, but now busy. he has
2: like these weekly thing, these weekly videos. I forgot what they're called. I'm sorry, but he, you know, follow him because yeah. he's a talented guy and you know, he's uh I I was I was impressed I, i'm gonna i'm gonna give this a seven out of ten i'm a seven two wow yeah
1: well i'm a 5.75 all right that's yeah. fair all right that's fair all right right now i gave it oh. a pass because of that opening in the end for sure i
2: hope i hope the mantis comes and turns you into a dog
1: tonight but yeah
2: <laughs> but that's not a bad way mr to go, parker
1: though. mr parker you wear a gas mask like no one else it just, <laughs> yeah, it just ha- suits you, you
2: and how do you get those two muscles like down by the groin like what what like <laughs> Like, how do you get those like Lots i'm a personal trainer and i'm in is that it okay because i'm Dude, not having a else, lot of sex right.
0: okay that, that that sex that's uh when you when you have a lot of sex you get that muscle i used to have that
2: all right apparently mr park is having a lot of sex because i <laughs> am definitely not because <laughs> i do not have those two muscles
1: <laughs>
2: but thanks dave for for the film yes. well done and uh thank you dave keep us posted what's uh going on in the future with future projects
1: Absolutely. Even me. All right.
2: Even <laughs> you. Even Chris.
0: <laughs> so we got one more feature review. Are we ready for uh, Mask of the Red Death?
2: The Mask of the Red Death.
0: Pardon me. This comes from our homie, Christine Strau. Homet. On the show. <laughs> Homet.
2: Okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> she All is. right. The Mask of the Red Death from 1964, directed by Roger Corman. A European prince terrorizes the local... Pe- peasantry while using his castle as a refuge against the red death plague that stalks the land
0: okay b one of the first words uttered in this film was grandmother how do you feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> i thought of you right away when the freaking thing's under the tree and the old lady walks by and he says grandmother that's fine he had
2: more personality than uh, michael from 2018 so Okay. What about right.
1: filmed in Pathé color? Is that Pathé color? It's like French or something like that. It's all over the poster. It looked, so oh. why I'm saying it is because the color palette in this movie looked fucking phenomenal. Oh, yes, yeah, when yeah. they go through those rooms, yeah.
0: one at yep. a time, that stuff is great, and I love the way the dungeon looked.
1: Oh, the dungeon looked, I wrote that down, Dave. Yeah. I said, here we are back, like, okay, so similar to how we were raving about Hammer a year ago.
0: It's like a Hammer film.
1: Yeah, right? but now we're on the Corman side of things, and I loved what he did. Like this is intelligent. He there'd be like A movies being shot. He'd say, like, well what are you doing? Like, they're not shooting right now. We're gonna come in with our crew. We're gonna use like your sets and and whatnot and we wanna use your costumes. So you're already the the A productions already rented them, so they got them extra cheap and then they get to use them for their movie. So that's wow. why these have all the beautiful costumes and, and whatnot as well. And I, but now, whether I believe he was using the sets as well, but he was known to use the same sets over and over again for this the different phenomenal. movies. But that this dungeon is, phenomenal. is great. That's what I wanted to get to, and I went on my little rant. But uh, that that dungeon looks.
0: Absolutely, man. This is and just like a hammer film. It really uh, Not that I'm well versed. We watched our first three, I watched my first three last year, but this took me back to it. Difference is, this has Vincent Price in it, who's a. Pimp, he's yeah, great. But... Oh wow, what
2: a. Prospero cool. might be one of the most evil villains in horror history. Yeah. After after rewatching this, because I have seen this movie before.
0: But such a pimp, so suave. I yeah. love so, bad guys but so,
2: like... not, but not even evil.
1: Cruel. Yeah. Just like yeah, fuck them peasants. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, not, like he he kills sometimes out of like like at mercy rather than taking them in as you know you know to save them. But he's like, not the little girl. Leave the little girl. Like, like she's gonna suffer a worse fate out there. It's just, it's so evil.
0: Speaking Gosh. On the little speaking of little girls, <laughs> how about in the very beginning with that big scene? I, <laughs> no, no, no. This is funny. When all the when when all hell breaks loose, and, <laughs> and somebody somebody grabs a little girl on the ground and then he picks up and it's like a freaking baby doll. It's like one third of, of it. Yeah. Do you notice when they, that
2: <laughs> when the ca- when the carriage is coming? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's flying into town at like eighty miles an hour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate to pick on it, but that was so funny. There's they're picking up a child oh, yeah. and then yeah. you see a next scene and it's freaking like a third of the size of <laughs> a little baby now. That's,
2: that's fine with me. That's fine with me. That does not hurt the film at all.
0: No, no, but I couldn't not talk about it because it cracked me up. But I everything s-
1: else was good. I swear George Lucas got ideas for Star Wars from this and and, and a series like with the red death, all the different colors. Death, like uh, at the end, where you've got all the different ones. The voice even sounds Darth Vader esque. Right. For such, like, I, that's as soon as I saw it, I'm like, holy shit, this reminds me of like Darth Vader. Oh, the red guy who looks
0: yeah. like one of the Emperor's guys. Yeah. And then
1: that, and then like yes. even the costume design as well. So there's a couple of things that kind of resemble that. I'm like, I swear Lucas pulled something from this. And, like, there's some good, great backlighting. You mentioned the dungeon, and, and I, I brought it up already, because that scene really stuck out. Like, great performances. The music was great. The cinematography was top-notch throughout. Yes, yes. Like, this movie I, looked great. I agree great. with
2: everything you said. Did you notice the yeah. green death at the end? When he spoke, he said killed many i did tonight <laughs> 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 no but you uh, know you know a, a, you know, a poe story and very very religious i love i love the dialogue throughout obviously you know prospero's a satanist and uh you know his mistress forgot her name julia right? Ju- 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 juliana whatever <laughs> uh she's i mean she's beautiful she's and strong. she uh, she wants to be in, in the cult and uh you got francesca Who's sort yeah. of the, the, the anti-cult. And, you know, the whole dialogue between Prospero, Francesca's character, is great. The whole, the whole uh, Satan versus God things. And, you know, the fact that Prospero talks about how there can't be a god with everything that goes on in this world. And, and she talks about hope and love. And I, I love that type of shit.
0: Yeah, Love and Hope. I love that shit. <laughs> love and Hope.
3: <laughs>
2: that was the original title of this film, The Mask of <laughs> The Mask of Love and Hope.
0: <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan. How about when he when he, he's such a pimp? That remember when the guy comes running in and he he wants salvation, he wants to get in the place and he's offering up his wife and he's like I've already had that pleasure. He told him, ah, he told the guy he already banged his wife. <laughs> He's great. I love Vincent Price as is. I always do. But this is a first-time watch. And every time I watch a new, uh, a first-time watch of Vincent Price, I'm always blown away by his performance. It, it's almost too much that I can't focus on the other things in the film, which is fine. I'll watch the movie again. I'm probably going to buy the blue. This, know, is one he... of it, this is one of his stronger performances.
2: Well, he's
1: he's for whatever reason he just elevates like he brings a level of class oh, to the production, and gosh. so like whenever you see him in the production, it just you can be like maybe this is a piece of shit I don't even know because Vincent Price is in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, but the, not that th- not this movie per se. I'm just saying what other movies that he's in because he's in it, it's automatically not a piece of shit. That's how much power he brings to the screen. Uh, Amen. But take him out of
0: this movie, put someone else in that lead. You may not like it as much. Well, you know I think I, mean?
2: th- I think we, you know, you could reference that with we referenced that earlier when we were talking about Pontypool. It's just sometimes the right person for the right role, and uh, yes. Vincent Price, you know, is right for any role. He does ele- just elevate films. He's one. Of, he's one of those actors.
0: Absolutely. And there's one thing that this movie and the last movie we discussed have in common. Can anyone tell me what they are? Mr. Parker's
2: in this one.
0: <laughs> Just as <his> penis. <laughs> Who would have thought that there would be a coincidence between Mask of the Red Death and the Bad Man? But there clowns? is clowns. Clowns? Nope. I don't think there's a clown in this. Chinese people? <laughs> you're 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 in the right direct. You're in the right area as far as like. I'll tell you what it is. A That's dog great. mask. A dog mask.
1: Oh, really? I didn't even remember the dog mask from this one.
0: Yeah, remember when they were laughing at the end when the little guy set the other guy on fire and they all had masks on because it was a mask party? And the guy, the funny thing is, he took everything so literal that every time the guy laughed, he was moving the flap of his dog mask. <laughs> it was like
1: literally like he was a dog. What oh, about when like Vincent price like starts telling people at that party, just do this? Yeah. Do this, like I'd be pissed off. I like, oh, fuck you, but they all like are, okay, and then just go and do it.
2: That just free shows motor. the power. Pa- yeah. That just shows the power he has. Yeah. He's just humiliating even even these higher ups, his friends. For everybody's at no Now Do you true. think? Do you think Juliana setting them free? Oh, and let me let me say this beforehand. This is the original Sophie's Choice movie when he first comes into town with Francesca's oh. father and oh, lover. Oh, yeah. Like she, he gives her the the ultimatum: you have to pick one to die. Like it's Sophie's choice. 20 years before Sophie's choice. Like, Daddy's
1: got to go at this point, right?
0: Oh, of course Daddy's got to go. We know (laughs) that. Daddy
2: didn't even step up, though.
0: Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, I thought it the whole time. When you're given the choice, there's five daggers. There's five daggers in front of you, and one of them's going to kill you. If you're given the choice, there's no way I'm stepping up. Because whoever steps up first is going to have to try it three times. They're going to go one, three, and five. I would have sat there and waited for someone else to choose, so I only have to try twice on, on the, the second and fourth attempt. Yeah, That's but he made,
2: I... he made a solid <laughs> attempt to kill Prospero. You know what? i got to give him credit for that.
0: True, he did try it, and he knew he was going to do it.
2: Yeah. But you know? do you think Juliana, like, because she sets um, Francesca and the father and uh, and the lover free, was that a setup, or was she legit trying to help them?
0: She didn't care at that point because she was going to be a bride of Satan.
2: Yeah, like, I felt like... She, like, like I, I don't know. Like that—that that scene just confused me for a sec because she even says like she was she was set up and. Uh... You know what it is?
0: I'll tell you what it is, buddy. She wanted to piss off Prospero because she was fucking done with him at that point. she yeah. was a rebellious move, and he even says that she betrayed him. Yet there was, she was still sitting at the table next to him after he said that, which I didn't quite get. But you know what I mean? I think she. She wa- she wanted Prospero, and um, you know he rejected her. So she said, "Well, fuck you! I'm going to go to Satan." <laughs> and so she tried to beat him to it. She, it's almost like she tried to beat him to it, if you will. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, if,
3: if, okay.
0: To, to Satan than you can. So now I'm going to rebel against you. I'm going to let your new passengers, passengers, your your new prisoners free, especially the girl who you have to think she's probably jealous of. She's a little bit younger and a little bit prettier. In yes. my
2: yeah, Jane Asher, who plays Francesca, beautiful Hazel Court played yep. Juliana.
1: They always have beautiful women in these, uh, in these old. Well, movies. that was a Corman uh, Corman tra- I mean, yeah. really, although he had done, you know, Pit in the Pendulum* and like, a bu- well, I like *A Bucket of Blood*, uh, and I think he did the *Raven*. He did the *Raven* before this. Most yeah. of what he did up until this point was considered trash, like B like the B movies, of course, but like a film. Uh, purists and and uh, aficionados would be like look down upon them as like yes you're down here and this was the movie that i think was like the the major the first major slap in the face although he had hits throughout this was the movie that i think said well fuck you i can make i could do on a b budget make it look like an a pitcher and like i said from from an absolute look i can't remember what i what i watched this on now i think it was 2b tv Tubi TV has a lot of these old. I think they have Spider Baby, Mask of the Red Death, a bunch of old, um, The Last Man on Earth, like a lot of them now. Like I'm loving something when
2: you when when you pause a film on Tubi TV, do you uh, right before you get up, do you say "To be continued"? (laughs) Okay, they can't all be winners. They can't all
0: be winners, people. I laughed because I was gonna make the same joke when you said "Tubi." I was gonna say to be continuing, you beat me to
2: it. And I didn't I laugh did.
1: just because I, I have to give you that every now and then just but I liked I it. Loved, I did I like it. I love the whole psychedelic
2: <laughs> dream in Juliana's final test. It's creepy. Oh yeah, the with drink the, yeah. with the gods, and then of course, you know, the, she's killed by the Falcon. Which which oh, is fine definitely. because that that's fine because even though it's Prospero who basically kills her, she gets what she wants. She's yeah, now she with does. Satan.
0: Yeah, originally
2: well, you know, in her eyes, you know, in her twisted right. mind, she is the, the whole great con- contrast here is is really him versus death and how much crueler he is than death, because it's the whole talk of uh, hope versus the despair of what's going on. And then the end scene with uh, with 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 death and death talking to to Gino, you get the sense that even death doesn't like that. It has to do the things it does, but it's just a part of life
0: yeah, and, and I, I I got a little confused by it, and I don't care. I don't care I, I
2: loved love it. it. I loved it. I thought I think there's so much that they these people had to die. you know, oh, i I took thousands. I took you know, only six are left, but it's not like they're bragging about it. They're not they're not like in love with the idea of what they've done. the way Prospero takes joy in in uh, in in ending life and humiliating. And I love when Alfredo, who's such a bastard, gets his uh, come up and <laughs> yeah. when uh, hoptoed. Hop Toad takes him
1: out. <laughs> Hop Toad?
2: That's his name. That's his name. Hop Toad, oh, the little he guy. He hops like a toad. Okay. What
1: a, now, was that? A, was that the group sacrificing themselves, or, or were they just victims of Red Death? Like at the end with the dance, the dance of the like, is oh, that well, just well, the I, altered that, sacrifice? That's,
2: that, that's death. That was the death. That was that, death. That was just death they're taking, they're taking them. Going. Yeah. That's okay. Why he, that's why he basically told Gino to have faith and wait outside, because if Gino went in, he would have died also from the Red Death but Gino waits outside and he, and death assures him that he will send Francesca out he will spare Francesca and he's there for everyone else and that dance of the death is so creepy
1: dance of the death is just unsettling to look at
0: it is now i understand a few more things talking about that okay and, I and I, the end and i understand what he was doing there that's good
2: and i think there's even scenes for for prospero to to get redemption even at the, at the end when the last of the remaining villagers show up and and they're begging you know, let us in, you know, give us sanctuary. And uh, even then, the the best he could offer them is a quick death by Arrow. And uh, it's just, it's cruel and it's mean and he just failed every opportunity he had to show some compassion and, and, and kindness.
0: Yeah, I, I I like the way it swerves. I, I like what happens with the... With, uh... But yeah, especially
2: because the red death visits him, and he just assumes it's a uh, right. It is know, what he it, thought. It, was it's someone from you know, it's it's Satan, or it's you know, one of Satan's minions, or whatever.
0: That's so cool. I love that because I didn't. And here's what's weird: I noticed earlier in the film when Julia, or whatever her name is, gave her soul to the devil, and she was following that voice. I'm like, how come that voice sounds like Vincent Price? That doesn't make sense. To yeah. Me. And then it see, so I already knew. But then at the end, I'm like, well, how could this be? And then they swerved me anyway. So it didn't matter I didn't think that that's what it was gonna be, that he was gonna look like that and everything else, and have have the same voice. But at the time, I was like, why would it be his voice? Why would the devil have Vincent Price's voice? So I guess he just he tried to disguise his voice, but it didn't fool me. You know what I mean? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't think it had to. I think it's just a, a, it's still a great reveal though, because you know the whole line, there's there's no face of death until the moment of your own death. It's just oh man, it was so great. And and in his case it was perfect cuz you you expect to see like this evil entity but you saw he saw a reflection of himself who was the most evil throughout
0: oh that was great what about the little girl that got slapped by uh the little girl dancer yeah is that a child or not? Because that was a that, that was a
2: child with bad dubbing done. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. It was an adult voice,
1: so I didn't. <laughs> was it, 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 which made it even person. creepier because that it did
2: make yes. it creep. They should have gotten they should have gotten a little person like they did with Hop Toad because that was Hop Toad's love. That's why he like, um Hop-ta. That's why he <laughs> got revenge on him, Kobe set him James. on fire, and killed him because his because that was his love.
1: Whatever her name was, I can't remember. Esmer- Esmeralda or something. Well, because didn't got- that didn't that one guy lust after her? That's what I thought. Like yeah, that the guy. Uh, I forgot. I'm that sorry. I'm it. drawing a blank now. But he was. I think he was like kind of like. Yeah, the creep.
0: cradle, Yes. And- oh wow!
1: That little girl has the same birthday as me. <laughs> I just looked her
2: up. We're both born on June seventh.
0: Really. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was. She was definitely so a little alive? girl because. Yeah,
2: she was born in 1956. She was okay. eight years old in that. She was a little oh, yeah. kid. Duh. Okay, that's true. And this is yeah. Okay, right on. Hop Toad is no longer alive. <laughs> she oh. was born. In, she was born in
1: the '80s. Dave, it, it was just one of those weird <laughs> things. Shared the exact same birthday as Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, you're born
2: seventy? Uh, no, wait. Were you born eighty? Right? Eighty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was. conceived in seventy nine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, wow. How about then? uh the dance though when he was making them all do the dance. And like I said, we were talking about earlier, I think the reason they did it is because they were happy not to be outside where the red death is going to be. They're just there to party. They're freeloaders. So he could tell me to dance like a freaking alligator. I would too. I don't care. I
2: would have taken my chances outside.
0: (laughs) Why? You don't want to be in there partying for free every day?
2: Not with that. Not with that kind of cruelty.
0: Well, I don't want to see cruelty, but that's irrelevant. I mean, he making people dance isn't necessarily cruel. You know, it's just, for his amusement, sure. But but I did think this. When he said, you do this and you do that, and he, he said, can you be a worm? And then he got on the guard, and I was expecting him to do the break dance movie. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine him, he started doing that fucking thing. W-O-R-M.
1: That'd be today. That's if the movie was remade.
0: <laughs> right. You you can do the worm. And I'll tell you what, the reaction of these people, they were acting like it was the funniest thing they ever saw in their life when people Oh, my dance.
1: God. Right, you're and then right. later
0: on, what's his name was dressed like a gorilla. They were acting <laughs> as if they were they, they had been shot up with freaking laughing gas. Like, is that funny, really? <laughs>
1: a guy in a gorilla
0: suit and this guy dancing like a dog.
1: <laughs> well, that was just like you're saying. Like, they're they're just followers, or not? And
2: the contrast between between the situation inside the castle and what's going on outside in the villages. Yeah, here it's a laugh a minute. Outside, it's a to it's a death a minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> death a minute. <laughs> and if it was remade today, it'd be Mask of the Red, Def, D-E-F.
2: <laughs> Mask of
1: the Red. <laughs> Def like, by temptation. Yeah. DMX Don't do the plays, worm. DMX plays uh, Vincent Price's part. <laughs>
2: or Job ja Rule.
3: Yeah. That would have been better in the 80s. Busta Rhymes.
2: Bust, yeah, Busta Rhymes plays uh, Vincent Price's part. Bust a nut. Yeah, <laughs> um, a nut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> The word was jest. It was used over and over again. I like what Vincent Price says. Give a hot Toad uh, five pieces of gold for an entertaining jest. <laughs> that was great because he burned fucking the gorilla guy alive.
2: <laughs> yeah, at that point, you know, you don't see Hot Toad after that. I'm assuming he, he got out of there and escaped with, uh, with Esmeralda. At least I hope he did.
0: That whole thing was weird, though. Why was she a girl but spoke like a woman? And it, are they supposed to be a couple? Is it yeah. they
2: all pedophilia going Yeah, they're, on here? they're, they're entertainment. He's like a jester, and she's, you know, like this little person dancer, and That's you know. That's
0: fine, but I mean, are, are they? Is there supposed to be a romantic thing going on here between? Yes,
1: these? he loves her. Oh, so it's yeah. pedophilia. No, well, no, because okay. she's supposed to be a, she's supposed to be an older woman. Oh, that she just is. That's what I was
0: saying. Yeah, answer, yeah.
1: Okay? they just got a kid to play the role and dubbed her voice, yeah. So it made it even creepier.
0: Yeah, it's weird. So so, so she's supposed to be a grown woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's
1: not a grown woman. She's an old (laughs)
0: Wow.
1: Uh, Sorry.
0: Okay, at least that makes a little more sense why that guy was attracted to her, the uh,
1: Alfredo. Yeah. It's still just creepy. No, he wasn't, but it was just creepy because of the fact they use a real girl. Of
0: course. Right, okay. But as long as it's not in the narrative of the film that we're talking about pedophiles so openly. Okay, then that
1: helps me. However, uh, no, but Alfredo, I think, was attracted to the fact that she looked small and young. I think maybe they were alluding to that effect too. I don't know. I don't know, Brandon, what you think, but there could be that aspect to it as well.
0: Yeah, it, it
2: very well could be. He probably was attracted, to that. and the fact that he had total power over her. I mean, he just bitch slaps her. I mean, it's just yes, complete and utter dominance, all because she kicked over a goblet. Right. <laughs> Jesus.
0: I know, (laughs) right? Vincent Price at the beginning, though, he was a pimp. Remember, he backslaps the one person when he goes into the village. And I've always wanted to make an exit like he did when he's in the carriage and he has the curtain. (laughs) He's like, huh, it's your day of deliverance. And he closes the curtain and they take off. Oh, I want a curtain in my car just so I can do that to somebody. (laughs) A curtain in my car. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of a window. Someone can piss you off in traffic. Huh. I <laughs> fucked your girlfriend. <laughs> Close the curtain and leave. <laughs> it's, a hell of an, it's a hell of an exit. That's all I can say. Curtains, cur- curtains are cool.
1: The old curtain call. I enjoyed it. I've watched this one time in the past, way long ago, hadn't revisited it. I thank you, Christine, for making this our, our pick because it was great yeah. to see it again. And it's got me on this little wave now. Uh, again I'm going to ra- i going to shout out 2 TV only because they've got a shit ton of these 60s horror films on there as well. To be I'm or not w- to be. Better. Tubby. Better. No, that's the question. <laughs> that's, that's,
0: that's the question, seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I call it Tubby. No, it, it the question is to be Or not, tubby, because I call it tubby (laughs) Tubby
1: teeth. I'm going to get out of here now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. The jokes were pretty good throughout. At the very end, we completely crashed. Yeah, we
2: did. I feel like you felt like this was more of a comedy, Dave. I feel like you got a lot of crack-ups
1: on this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that pimp slap. He's a pimp. He's a pimp. He pimp slapped her. Everything's a pimp in this movie. I love him. He was a pimp.
0: He was great. He was
2: great, but he's so evil. He's worse than death.
0: But he's, he's amusing evil. <laughs> you know, I get it. Just like in, in I, I get a kick out of Jack Nicholson talking shit in The Shining. You know, why well, don't you start now and get the
1: fuck I'll out of it? I get a kick. You know, kick that out makes me Jack. laugh.
0: I, I like what the devil says in, in, in The Exorcist. Your mother sucks cock in, cocks in hell. That's funny to me. Well, you said your mother sews socks in hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <that did. laughs> anyway, yeah, he, it's a great performance. He's evil, but he's evil in a charming way. That's all I'm saying. He's a, he's a pimp. That's all. <laughs> you know, just like the guy. He's. You know who else is funny? The guy in Human Centipede. You know, he cracked yeah. me up. I know. You can't I, I
1: compare a... that guy to Vincent Motherfucking Price.
0: No, no.
2: Or to I'm Tommy so... Motherfucking act. <laughs> <laughs> Some evil guys. Or uh... to David Motherfucking Parker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, shit. Now I'm trying to think of a bad guy that's just bad that doesn't make me laugh. Somebody, quick, save me. So I don't think I, I like evil all the time. Who's just a bad guy that's always bad and, and never amusing at all?
2: Shaft. That's a Shaft. bad motherfucker. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, the guy in Creepshow. There you go. I'm looking at my Creepshow poster.
1: Oh, the uh, Marshall character? Uh, what's his name? E. Oh, he's Marshall?
0: funny, too, though. No, he's funny, too. Chief Wooden Pants. Um, <laughs> no, he's funny Sam White Moon's funny he's a little boy boy, hey, boy. All Bad guys make me laugh Maybe it Bad guys like. make
2: me laugh yeah, yeah, you like all evil characters They're funny,
0: <laughs> they're, they're charismatic, they're the, two
2: charismatic. Ki- the two kids in funny games
0: Oh, there you go, they're they're evil
2: you can't, right. you can't laugh at that movie
0: I think you're right, there you go And there we go, we gotta get the hell out of here, don't we
1: We do, but that was fun, oh. that was awesome should we,
0: rate the fi- should we rate the film first? Yeah, let's rate the film, 8 eight, <laughs> eight out of 10 That's what I did it
1: I'm right there with you, Dave. Eight out of ten.
2: Eight out of ten, and darkness and decay and the red death held illimitable dominion
1: overall. Wow. So we came in at 27. Just for you? Wait, wait, no, what did we.
0: 24. Wow. Now who's the math major? (laughs) He's the math minor. Fuck it. I could even go higher
1: on this film.
2: Fuck
0: it. Eight and a
1: half. Yeah. We're getting closer to 27. (laughs) (laughs)
0: We're
3: getting getting closer. (laughs)
1: Wow, that was brutal. Thank you, Christine. Thanks again, everybody out there. This has been uh, a great comeback show, even if we felt a little rusty. It's like getting on a bike, though. I think, you know, and then next time will be a lot better.
2: (laughs) I don't know. I think, to me, it felt solid. And, you know, if I'm giving it the seal of approval, that's a good thing, because usually I'm, you know, the Debbie Downer of the group. So.
1: (laughs) True. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to be back with you boys. Hell yeah.
2: The Year of the Patron. We're looking forward to covering a lot of films that all the patrons pick, and uh, who knows? Who knows what's next? Yes, Do we know it, what's
0: next? No, but if you haven't, no, all Derek's movies, I think. French. Okay.
2: Who? Ooh, ooh-la-la. La. Uh, <laughs> okay. And, yeah, I'll leave it at that. And any surprises that follow, we'll uh, you'll hear them when the show is available.
0: <laughs> there you go. And if anybody is a patron and wants us to watch something, wants to cash in, just... Message us on, on on the Patreon page, patreon.com/explodingheads. Uh, come at us on, on Twitter if you want. Or anywhere. come at me, bro. <laughs> come at me, bro. Or just find me online. If you're not the, if you're not in the group page on Facebook, just find me. I'm easy to find, Dave Zee, because that's how Facebook wants it. And, and I have an Exploding Heads picture, so I'm the easiest guy to get a hold of if, if you're not friends with us there. But just tell us what you want us to watch. We'll watch it. We will review it. So get on there and and, and let let your voice be heard and your review
1: reviewed. That is and
0: your movie review.
1: That is Dave Easy.
0: Dave EZ? <laughs> it's Easy. It's as easy as Dave Easy. Yeah,
1: these jokes. I don't know what's going on.
0: <laughs> we stayed on about five minutes too long. <laughs> all right.
1: Good what night, everybody.
0: On? Yes, thank you, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thanks, patrons. We love you all. Peace.